Blog Talk Radio. Diamonds are forever. They Tyler, welcome to the Alexis K. Tyler Vagina Power Show. I'm your host, Alexis K. Tyler. It is such a honor and a pleasure to be here with you tonight. I definitely want to thank Tyre for allowing me to do shows on his airspace. Um, Initially, we do have our main show with me and my co-host, Hakia Me and Sister Myra, the resident um, master oracle, numerologer, astrologer, and the resident husband and wife team, Lisa and Lou. We do that every Wednesday night at 9. That's, that's going to be the same for the rest of the year. But there are also other side shows and side issues that I want to talk about. So there will be separate shows on here for you to listen to uh, when you want to. And this one was heavy on my mind. It's been heavy on my mind for a while, um, and I have a son. So I've noticed this dynamic, this growth, this healing, this transformation in my life with my own son, and I've seen a lack of it in the lives of other women that have sons, as well as growth of trying to understand and understand and understand or even separate themselves from the life of their son. And that's why I wanted to talk about how this information is coming to me on a spiritual level about us as women and the law of attraction in our life, how we manifest, what we manifest, what types of men that we have um, relationships with and don't have relationships with and how it ties into the relationship we have with the first man in our life that, Um, is born inside of us, and that's our man-child, our son, our S-O-N and our S-U-N. And I invited Sister Myra uh, to come and talk with us about it, to give us the spiritual uh, astrology, numerology premise and deep meaning of what it is to have a relationship with the mother and the son and the lack of relationship with the mother and the son, what it does is a real, real deep dynamic to me. And I've done lectures on this before. And I have to continue to really do my deep studies and read so the spirits can break it down to me in a deeper way in the body so that I can bring it to you and show it to you with pictures and diagrams the way that I see it. So I'm trying to wait for Sister Myra to come in because I want to give her the opportunity um, to speak to you about it from her perspective, because I was telling her today the way what I saw the son being to the mother is also a lion. Um, He's the Leo energy. He's the baby cub to the mother, and his light, he gets his light um, through the mother's womb, and then we shield him, but we have to avoid smothering him um, because we are feminine, we're masculine and feminine, but we're feminine and we're, we're water. And especially dealing with my, learning more about who I am and my sign also being fire, but what water. And I, that's why I really want Sister Meyer to break this down because I asked her, I'm like, what does this mean, Sister Meyer? Because I'm, I'm seeing that us as a mother, when we have the son, the S-O-N and the S-U-N, he's the lion. I just saw this big lion with this beautiful mane. He grows into the lion. And 
we are supposed to fuel him and feed him so that he can become that that lion. And if if he doesn't do that, it creates a weakness, a wound in him that is causing him to leak psychic, mental, emotional, and etheric energy that is also representative. It's like a reflection of the fact that the woman is leaking water out of her womb, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychically, etherically. If the boy is leaking and he's losing life force, he's wounded and he's trapped, the goddamn mama leaking, wounded, and trapped and bleeding out her ass, bleeding out her pussy, bleeding out of her uterus and her damn vagina, and leaking through and the service is cracked, and these women do not want to accept, you want to say, that's your son, that's him, that's his shit, he do him, I'm going to do me, his dad ain't shit, so that's why he ain't shit, he out there in jail on dope, fucking and sucking, sucking dicks and eating pussy, that ain't me. That's him use a goddamn lie. It's you. It's you. It's your motherfucking ass too because you are the goddess. And you sanctioned and created the template for the architecture of the sun god to appear in your world. You spun him into existence. You're the spider. You're the magician. You're the witch. You are the master creator of all life, and you bring forth the men. And a lot of these women want to detach themselves and separate themselves from their boy. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you know, it's fine. You don't want to take it. You don't like it. Just just get off the show. Get the fuck off the face. I'm getting to you how my ancestors gave it to me last night and how I channeled this information. What these boys is doing, what these boys is not doing, what these niggas that you picking is doing and not doing is screwing and let them ski off like a fire hydrant out of control, all kind of sperm up in your ass to get you pregnant with a son, child, to bring into this existence is all your goddamn fault. You cannot deny them without denying yourself. You cannot shame them without shaming your goddamn self. You can't point your finger and put a spotlight on your boy without putting one on your damn moon. And the deficit and the degenerative spirit that's in your damn cock. So let me see if Sister Myra here. Lord have mercy, because I'm trying to see if she's here. Then I'm going to let her talk. I'm going to take me a cigar break because I'm trying to keep control. <laughs> Are you here, Sister Myra? Yes, I'm here. Hey, thank you for coming, Mom. Oh sure, no problem. Any, uh, any time. All you have to do is ask. I know you don't have a lot of time, so I'm gonna let you take the flow. Or did you want me to ask you a particular question about where I wanted you to go tonight, or you, you got it? Okay, um, I'll, I'll give some, uh, some information on the, uh, and then, then you can ask me what you want. Okay. Um, okay. Keep me focused. <laughs> Um, I got this, um, okay, now, to start off, you know, I'm a holistic elector, so I look at the, the whole picture, and I do that through the elements. So when we talk about the sun, we're talking about the fire element. You know, when we're talking about the mama, we're talking about the water element. So you can see this pattern, um, you know, throughout the astrological chart. If you look at the natural 
form of the astrological chart uh, and the way it lines up. You know, we have three levels of this mother-son combination. Energy unfolds first from mama to son and then from father to daughter. So we're looking at the negative, positive pole and then from the positive to the negative pole. That's how we get the complete uh, uh, process, the duality of opposites. It has to be a dual balance of opposites in order for it to complete the cycle and uh, open up the vortex and bring the energy from the universe. Now, if you, um, you know, as they say, we are made in the image of God. God, to me, means whole or holistic. So if we want to look at the black mama universe, you see, uh, she's so omniscient. She's so big. She's so huge. You know, the sun, um, anytime you see the symbol of the sun, it's a circle with a dot in the middle. That indicates the sun, S-U-N. So if you look at the allegory of the black mama universe, um, and if you want to, uh, what the sun does is set the perimeter of focus. When, As you look at this uh, universe, you have to narrow it down to a certain perimeter of focus. That is what the sun um, does. It gives you a perimeter of focus of Mama Universe. I'm going to read you something from uh, the Celestial Ship of the North. Um, this book was recommended to me by um, uh, Bobby Hammond, of course, and um, uh, he said the lady was in the Rosicrucian, and when she wrote this book, they kicked her out because she put out too much information. The first chapter is the um, the um, supremacy of the mama, and the second chapter tells you the supremacy of the black race. Uh, so it comes. It, it, the, the part I want to read you it talks about um, the ancient black mama. Uh, they say she has been imaged as intensely black. Her bosom bare. Of course, we're talking about black universe. Uh, crowned with a golden pyramid about which twines an immense serpent. Night and darkness belongs as symbols to this very great antiquity. Now, here's the part I want you to pay attention to. A super abundance of darkness metaphysically is light. Darkness adopted illumination in order to make itself visible. So this is the nature of the relationship of Mama Universe and the Sun, S-U-N, which is the collective or spiritual uh, perspective, and then we uh, individually reflect that physically. We're the individual physical aspects of this larger reality. Um, so they say, um, this goes on to say, um, that the abyss in Egypt is a name for the north and the original mother of the abyss, which was space, was called Typhon, the mother of beginning, the mother of the fields of heaven, the mother of revolution, as well as the mother of gods and men. She was later made goddess of the constellation of the great bear, mother goddess, and her first son was called Sut, the dog star in the south. We read that from one mother the universe was born. This was the mother Typhon, a primordial figure of power. Um, the the um, okay uh, goes on to say um, 
I'm just trying to skip around. In the far-off beginning, everything was Sabian, i.e. belonging to the stars. It was only later when Sabian, uh, the star, then lunar, the moon, period, made way for the solar or the sun period that a male element appears and it introduces the male and female as separate deities. For in the beginning, all was considered in double aspect as male-female or by Yuna. When that, the advent of the solar period of the worship of the fatherhood in heaven became established, then time was reckoned by the sun instead of, of as formerly by the stars and the moon. Um, so I'm just trying to give you that um, collective vision of, you know, the um, universal relationship between um, the Black Mama universe and then the sun, S-U-N, is what exposes her. She's the most hidden of aspects. Anytime we're looking at the feminine, the mama, she's the most hidden. And the sun, S-U-N, um, uh, the individual black man represents the, the S-O-N, you see, but the collective black man represents the S-U-N, which makes her visible, which exposes her power. So when we put the mother and son together, we have the power of love. Mama is love, you know, so the power of love. Um, this is the, the balance between the mother and son. And that's how um, it first, um, energy first unfolds. Um, so um, you know, I wanted to give you the bigger, bigger story or the bigger reality of um, the, the the mother and son relationship. Um, also, uh, we come up to, you know, you guys, when I went to um, Baltimore um, in November and I, uh, gave my um, lecture on the Star of David because we were coming up on the um, the eighth cycle of the Star of David on November the 8th, uh, 2011. And part of that story, it also deals with the the um, the mama and the son. Um, it, the Star of David, in other words, told you how we have been wounded as the royal family and how uh, those wounds are now being healed uh, so that we can step up to the new rulership for, of the new age. And um, the ending process or the healing process um, begins with the, uh, uh, it's the mother and son that activates the healing process, um, you know, of the wounds of Willie Lynch. Uh, because, um on that day, on, on November the 8th, 2003, when we got that star, David, in the sky, um, the moon, which represented the, the, the mama or the mother, was in Taurus. And we had a full lunar eclipse on that day. Of course, the sun, S-U-N, or representing the son of the royal family, was in Scorpio on November the 8th. Scorpio is the opposite sign of Taurus. So symbolically, that lunar eclipse was indicating, because I asked my spirit, I said, why the star David? And that's when it took me back to the David and Goliath story. And it said, how did David slay Goliath? Uh, with a stone. So the moon in Taurus, Taurus being the first earth sign, represents the stone. 
And Taurus is also the sign of value. So the moon always represents the mother. So that was symbolic of the mother passing the stone of value to its opposite, the sun, you see. And the sun, when the sun receives the sun of value, um, and he takes his energy away from the ego or the illusion or Goliath, you see, this is how he transforms and this is how he transforms emotionally because uh, the sun was in Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign of transformation. It's also water, which indicates emotion, so emotional transformation, where he takes his energy away from the ego, which is what the sun represents, the ego in Leo, and then this is how he then uh, transforms, redeems the daughter, and lifts her up. Now, I talk energy, so if, what if you know, we're talking energy, the opposite energy or the polar opposite energy of black woman or the mother is white man, you see. So in order for him, the white man, to be up in this illusion, that means she has to be down. But energy is spiral. What goes around comes around. So the way to take him down is simply to lift up the black woman uh, symbolically. So that's what was being uh, told to you from the universe with the Star of David when the son transforms by receiving the stone of value from the mama, then that is how he transforms emotionally and redeems the daughter or lifts her up. And when he lifts her up, he automatically takes down Goliath or the lie or the illusion. So um, this is um, the symbolism of that relationship or the larger picture or reality of the uh, mama-son relationship. So uh, I guess you can ask me questions from there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so beautiful and it's so deep um, what you're saying. Oh, what, what time do you got to go? It's 818. Oh, I, I got about I got about ten more minutes. Okay, because I didn't really want to hold you up. Does anybody have any questions for um, Sister Myra before I ask any? I, I just I know you don't have a lot of time. Um, seven seven zero. Are you just listening, or did you have a question right now? Seven seven zero. Okay. One one one. All I see is one one one. Do you have a question or comment? One one one. Are you just listening right now? Hello? Okay. Okay, did you say something, 111? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, okay. I'll just say thank you to the uh, um, the guests that you have for dropping the knowledge. I came in on the show a little late. However, for the few moments that I did receive, uh, it seems very impactful on some of the information that she's uh Parlene, I was wondering if the uh, the guest could, you know, give a little bit about her about her background real quickly before she goes, so I can, in essence, research some of her work. I don't know if she has any YouTube or uh, books or articles out. Yes, I, um, I do have plenty of YouTubes uh, under Sister Myra, and then of course I do put a lot of information out uh, through my uh, Facebook page, um, and. Um, my background, of course, is, um, you know, I always tell everybody I get my information from spirit, and then I use the books to validate that information, but I'm inspired in the information first through spirit, 
but then I've always been able to use the books to come back and validate the information that spirit gives me. I consider myself a holistic, um, you know, which means the balance of opposites. I tell people um, I don't believe in 12 signs. I only believe in six signs because it's not until you put the two halves together that you have the whole. Um, So um, this is one of the reasons I consider myself a holistic. I talk on a conceptual level. I call myself an energy master because what I'm giving you is spiritual principles of energy. Um, It is not personal. Um, Like they say, as above, so below. So you can't take me personally. If you take me personally, you will not be able to um, understand, you know, where I'm coming from because I'm coming from a holistic and conceptual level. Um, You know, uh, a lot of people don't understand that um, energy, you know, it's the balance of opposites. That's the formula of creation. So the physical represents the individual and the spiritual represents the collective. So it's not until you put the two in harmony or in balance do you see the full picture. I I like to use Libra and Aries uh, to demonstrate that. They're opposite signs. Uh, Aries is fire, which represents the sun. The sun is always going to be the fire. Um, Libra is the air, which is the father. The air the father always the air always represents the father, just like the earth represents the daughter and the water represents the mama. Uh, so, um, so when you take Aries, which is the warrior, which is a spiritual warrior in his fire, uh, and fire equates to power, um, you know. And then Libra is air; um, it's the peacemaker. So if you um, separate the two, you have Aries running around kicking ass all over town, and you have <laughs> Libra with no backbone as the peacemaker. Mm. So it's not until you put the two together that you have a warrior for justice or taking a, a, a stand uh, for peace. And that's how all of the signs of the zodiacs they work in complement to their opposites. But the hardest thing to do is to balance two opposites, you see, uh, because they're weak where you're strong and you're strong where they're weak. And uh, it's not until um, you can get the two in equal balance does it become whole. That's what creates the vortex, and that's what brings the energy down from the universe, and you're ready to evolve to the next level. So the hardest combination is the balance of opposites, but once you get them into equal balance, then you get no better. That's the only way to create anything is when you balance opposites, but it has to be an equal balance. Um, So, you know, I'm just kind of describing myself and my background and my principles and where I, um, you know, and where I get the premise for my information. I hope that answers your question. If I may say one more comment real quick. No, we we got to go to another caller. She, you know, we have a lot of callers. She only got like six, seven more minutes. So okay, I just want to say thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. 609, do you have a question or comment? 609. 856, do you have a question or comment? 856. 714, do you have a question Good or evening. Ladies, ladies, good evening. Rebels. Hey, 
Sister Myra, ladies, yes. I love it. Yes. I love the energy that you two have. Grown and sexy. Everybody's, you know, talking, no screaming, no hollering. I absolutely love the energy of you two. Love it. Beautiful. Enjoying the show. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm 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 very uh sure and confident that spirit um brought us two together, you see. Um I think we do have um uh, a lot in common when it comes to um you know, how we vibrate or the level that we vibrate from when we uh gain our information. So yeah. um, no doubt in my mind. Wonderful, that's, wonderful. That's all I wanted to say. Just enjoying myself, listening to you two. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You gotta go. You gotta go now, tomorrow. You gotta go tomorrow. Uh, 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 like I, I got until about eight thirty, honey. Um, you, you know, if you want me to stay, uh, I got about till eight thirty. Okay. Um, three one four. Little question of time at three one four. Hello. Hi. 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 This is Ricky Bolden. How are you? Hi, Ricky. How are you? Um, Sister Myra, I, I admire your work. You're a wonderful person. Um, Alexis, I admire your work, too. Um, I've, uh, I, I don't have much to say. I'm just listening. Um, but I want to say that uh, this is a wonderful show, and you're very inept and you know, blessings to both of you. Um, I'm a single man, so, you know, and the compliments that I'm in, you know what I'm saying, I've I've done a chart on myself. I'm um, I'm going through a lot, but uh, I'm a Cancer ascending with a Scorpio moon, and I'm a Taurus. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my opposite. I'm, I'm you know, I'm Capricorn, so the opposite sign uh, for uh, Capricorn is Cancer. Um, and that's the parental axis, you understand. So Capricorn representing the father through Saturn, also Capricorn representing the daughter um, through the earth element, and then uh, Cancer representing the mama, uh, the moon. Uh, so Cancer can be, uh, it's water, and it can be too soft because mama's love is so unconditional or the nurturer. And then Capricorn can be too hard, you see, that Saturn energy. So um, the balance of those two is emotional integrity. Or, um, you know, the Capricorn has to put on its Cancer side and soften up, and Cancer has to put on its Capricorn side and toughen up. So when you put those two together, that's the type of balance you get between Capricorn and Cancer. But two halves make a whole. Yeah, true, true. Yes. Um, okay. I was told that Scorpio is my opposite, so it was kind of strange that I was, uh, um, I ended up having a Scorpio moon and I'm a Taurus. You know, how how would those correspond to each other? Oh, okay. I, I thought you said you were Cancer. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm Taurus. a Taurus. Okay. I'm a Taurus. Yes, I have Taurus. a Cancer. I'm, I'm a Cancer ascending, and I have oh, okay. a Scorpio moon, but I'm a Taurus. Okay. Okay, okay, so you're absolutely right. The opposite of Taurus is Scorpio. And uh, um, so, and then, like you said, with that Cancer Ascendant, and, you know, a lot of water going on there. 
for you. Right. You see, the Scorpio and uh, through that Cancer. Uh, so your Taurus is there to balance out those two. You know, the same thing I was saying about Capricorn Cancer. You know, uh, Taurus is the sign of value. Uh, and, and, and Scorpio is the sign of transformation. This was part of the six o'clock on August 11, 1999. Uh, so you need to, um, so in other words, in order for us to evolve to the new rulers uh, for the new age, there has to be a transformation of values. So that's what we're talking about between that um, Taurus and, and, and Scorpio axis, uh, transformation of values with Taurus being values and Scorpio being transformation. And that's how you will evolve and liberate yourself from the bondage of um, this illusionary realm. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's very helpful. Um, You're certainly welcome. Yes, ma'am. And must, many blessings and, and, and spiritual light to you. Thank you. Um, peace and love, you all. Peace and love. Alexis? Hello? 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 Jasper talking? Oh, okay. No, I was wondering. I didn't know if I had dropped off the line or what. Yeah, we're done. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. Well, I know you got to go because it's 8.30 on the dot right now. I was just trying to answer a phone right quick. Answer a call right quick. I know you got to go because it's 8.30. Uh, All right, then. Thank you so much again. And um, I'll be back on Wednesday, and I'm definitely going to have a whole lot more time on Wednesday. So um, thanks again. All right, honey. Okay, bye. All right, bye. uh, Love your family. Talk to you soon. Talk to you Peace. Bye. Ricky, you still there? Or did you hang up? Did I lose Ricky? Because I know I, I want to discuss something. And we're gonna, I'm going to get into the first part of the law of attraction and um, how how it ties into women and our children, especially women of color. Because I don't think we really realize the depth of the pain that we experience um, on many levels, when we are dealing with um, not just picking the wrong men and having relationships with the wrong men to get us pregnant and leave us with our children, but also um, it, I'm going to deal with the daughter and mom show soon, but it's a different dynamic when you're dealing with the boy, when the mother is dealing with the boy, because you have to be very, very careful. It's a very delicate relationship with the boy and the boys can be very, very sensitive with how they are with the mother and the mother's thoughts and feelings about them as her son. 
because she's the first woman that he sees, that he feels, that he thinks, that he holds, that he touches, that he smells, that he eats from her. And if we breastfeed our children, he literally eats the fruit from the tree of life. We give him life. And even if we don't feed him, we deprive him of that life. And we violate him by turning him over to another woman or turning him over to a false breast, which is a nipple on a bottle, and giving him Similac where he's devoid and does not have right reason because the mother neglected him and gave him away. And and I've been thinking about this so deeply, and, and it's been coming to me because of what I have been seeing. And a lot of black women are really sick, really out of balance. We don't know no better. We did not eat the food from our mother's breast. We eaten processed food from a glass jar, a Gerber jar, as well as a plastic nipple, you know, and, and a glass glass breast, the bottle representing the breast and the nipple represent the plastic nipple on the top of the glass bottle or the plastic bottle. If we're getting synthetic nourishment and we are devoid and cold and totally detached from ourselves and many women yes, I'm going to say this, I don't care how you take it. Many of y'all are fucked up because of education, because you feel that that's the highest knowledge and the only knowledge that you can receive. But spiritual and cosmic knowledge is higher than book knowledge in the 3D that was created by a system that is devoid of any type of logic, mental, emotional, spiritual rationale and connection to you if you are a person of color. The system is not about your evolution. It is not about your true highest state of education, intelligence, and intellect. Because if you are a melanated being, whether you call yourself black, Latin, or whatever, then your education, your knowledge is from within, and it is intuitive, and it is connected to the moon, the sun, the stars, the earth, the water, the trees, the birds, the snakes, the air, storms, thunderstorms, lightning, the sun, the moon, all of those things, all of the elements, the natural elements and the planets and other dimensions and other ETs and aliens and guardians, angels, gods. These things they say is mumbo-jumbo, and it's not real, it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's everything you are, and it's important for us to combine the two. You read your book, you get your education in this plane, but please, above all things, you must know yourself, and you must be true to yourself. Having education in this realm does not justify cutting yourself off from the true knowledge of your blood and your ancestry and your people. You must always be true to your blood and listen to your blood. It's the only way that you're going to be truly successful. The success you get from a job and an education, they can snatch that from you because you don't control that. That does not come from an internal force within you. It comes from something or someone outside of you. When we do things like create our own things, nobody can take my products from me. Nobody can shut me down and say, well, it's going to sell today and it's not going to sell tomorrow. Nobody has control of that but me, and nobody can destroy that. The only way I can stop making that is that I leave this body and I leave this dimension and I say I don't want to be here anymore. And then even if somebody else makes something similar to mine, it'll still never be Alexis K. Tyler's blend because that is something that I was born with. That is in my blood. 
that is in every organ and every tissue and every fluid of my body, of my being. Because the higher self, all it does is basically comes and sits down in the physical self. I'm seeing more and more now that even I was sitting writing a letter last night and, and I was talking to my son last night and I realized that as I placed the pen, the the point, the head of the pen on the paper to make a line to form a letter, literally, I was not writing a letter to form a word with each touch of the pen to the paper. There was a very powerful vibration, a boom, a sound that has a frequency that a regular idiot that has a whole bunch of education only that is not attached to their inner degrees of knowledge. They inner learning. They don't ignore that and say, I'm get my degrees on outside. That educated fool can't hear it, can't feel it, can't see it, can't touch it, can't smell it. And that itself is the letter. Now, you write out the words that you can see, but there's always an invisible letter that will always be there. And scientists know this. That's why when people write on a piece of paper and they call themselves erasing it, replacing it, the forensic scientists can take that paper and look at that paper, and they have different chemicals and different machines, they can go back and put the words back in place to where you can see them on the paper, exactly where you wrote them, where you thought you had erased it, or where you wrote on 10 pieces of paper, and you took the original one on top, you actually wrote the words on, the impression underneath that one piece, it might have got down to the six or seven pieces of paper. They can still transcribe what you wrote on the paper on top just based on the impression through the energy that was applied to move through the sheets of paper underneath there. And I'm looking now, and I'm sure a lot of us are seeing and getting out of 3D and having the same experiences that I'm having, where you can see and sense and feel waves. Everything is a wave. And I wrote, and I looked at the letter, and I could feel the letters vibrating. I can see the words isolated, moving across the paper. And I knew it was not about the word I wrote. It was about the thought and the electromagnetic field connected to the thought, have mercy, that transferred through my hand and flowed through the pen to move the lines and the arcs and the circles to create a letter that flowed on in waves to turn that letter into a whole word and the energy that moves through the physical lines and curves that create a word says it all. That's why somebody can get a letter from you and they can see, you know, this bitch don't give a fuck about me, really ain't serious about the fuck, what she said or what he said on the paper. Then you can look at a letter and it's still words, like the other letter you got, but it's the energy coming off of you said, damn, I feel something. Whether you feel anger, rage, hate, sadness, pain, tears flow 
because of the power of the mind and the information that is moving through the energy of the mind that transforms into a word that is now being impressed upon paper. It ain't about the paper. It ain't about the pen. It ain't about the words. It is about the orchestrator of the physical imprint that is basically reflecting the transfer of energy. And it's the same thing that occurs when a woman of color conceives a boy because the conception is a conversation with the higher mind. And sex is always based on science. It has nothing to do with the physical dick and pussy and physical dick I'm going to put in a hole, which they made to fit together. But see, when you fit the dick inside the pussy and they line up, there's already electromagnetic grid of transfer that is taking place. So the dick is literally feeding the pussy information that's traveling through the vaginal canal into the back, through the cervix, into the uterus, through the fallopian tubes, through the ovaries, and it is causing them to vibrate because it is sending them material. It is sending them information. Then it goes up through the central nervous system, through the chakras into the brain. Then it goes past the crown chakra up into the ethers, past the ethers, up into other dimensions. Depends on where that female energy that is manifesting as Alexis or whoever, what dimension they came from to materialize the way that you did, the way that you look, the way that you walk, the way that you talk, your coloring, your pelvis, everything. As you're receiving his energy from his dick, it's also coming from his higher self and the ethers of his mind and his dimension. See, you have to realize this shit here is real deep. And we take it lightly. We take the men we screw lightly, the sperm they're giving us to get us pregnant lightly. And this is a life and a conversation and information that's being passed down through generations of ancestors and entities simultaneously while sexual intercourse is occurring. And because we're so stupid and ignorant about who we are, because nobody told us the truth, and they done gave us a dumbed-down level of information, half-truth mixed with some lie and deleted and hid shit about us all together, that we have not become the master of our pussy and our uterus and the master of the son, the S-O-N-S-U-N that we bring in forth, because that S, that son it's also the S-O-N that brings life and fire to your womb. And we call them here to, to ignite our womb. Whenever a boy comes into a woman's womb, he is come to do a service for her. Just as she has requested his presence so that she can raise him up to become the lion, to become the lion king, and the son, the son God that he's supposed to be, so they are reflecting off of each other. And they pick that dynamic, mother and son. Now I'm talking about imbalance. I'm not talking about these mama that screw their son and, and beat their son 
and compete with him and his girlfriend and wife about the son that she's sick, she's mentally ill. I'm talking about the ones that know who we are, and as you start to delve into yourself and find the truth, knowledge out about yourself, you will realize that before the sexual act takes place, the physical act, because that's just basically the grounding phase. See, when you get ready to fuck and you know you get ready to get pregnant and you said, my first child, because that's what I said. When I was 15, I said, my first child is going to be a boy. That's what I want. And if I don't have no more, my first one's going to be a boy. That's what I'm going to have. And that's what I had. See, you call that down, and you know what you need first, the male or the female come through your womb, and you know why you need it. Then you, if this shit is such a science and so precise in your pussy, because like I said, it's just not the pussy and the connection here. It's going on in your central nervous system. It's going on in the ether. It's going on in the planet. A part of it, the physical part of it, going on in linear time. But the higher part of it is going on in quantum time. Consciously, the fucking, the calculation is going on subconsciously, fucking going on superconscious. So, see, when you get into the superconscious, you're dealing with the realm that is not a prisoner of linear time. You're dealing with the blood. You are dealing with the chakras. You're dealing with the auric field. You are dealing with the highest dimensions of your God and goddess and witch self. You're the witch. You're the wizard. So is the man that is doing the dance of life and death with you. Because when a woman gets pregnant with a child and she's bringing in a God She literally has to astral project from the physical and to the supernatural part of her mind to grab and call down things that be not in the physical as though they were. She literally has to snatch down that boy, child, man, God, son, soul. Bring it down and launch it for takeoff in the physical realm of her womb and her pussy and her mind. All three of these line up. Vagina, uterus, heart chakra, right up there in the crown. All the glands line up with this event. This is a very powerful event. It seems like, well, you say everybody can get pregnant, anybody can get pregnant. Yeah, and that's why you got a lot of retarded, sick, stupid motherfuckers walking around here that uh, uh, eat shit, drink piss, can't say they damn ABCs, walking around 15, 16 years old, they shoe tied, untied, and one tied, other shoe string out the shoe, one got one in it, pants hanging down almost to their knees with their drawers hanging out, and they walking around with their hat twist to the back. It's dipping in the back like their pants dipping, and they looking at a nigga while they walking with a bitch, trying to hook up and tell the nigga to meet them around the dumpster and plug their dick up in their shithole. See, that you're right. Anybody and anything, and we know the women is not working their magic. 
We know that they's a dumb bitch and they fucking stay. They just fucking. They seen a nigga they like, you will find cute, big dick, fat ass, whatever, got some money in the car, and they want to bust a nut with him. You don't care where he been, what he did, who he did it with, who he been with before, how many children he got, where and how, how many times a nigga been in jail. You don't really want to know what his mama like, because I'm telling you right now, before you lay with a nigga, you'd be a fool not to have a conversation with his mammy, not his mother, but his mom, as they sit down here down south. Go look at his mammy. Inspect her real good. Look at his daddy, but more so look at the mammy. To me, if I had another child, I want to expect the man, mom, real good. I want to look at her from the top of her head down to the roots of her hair, all the way down to in between her damn toes and around the toenail. I want her. I want to see her. Because to me, she the key. If she got melanin in her, is she white, what is she? What her mama look like. I want her to look through the line. I want to scroll through the picture. Because, see, the picture of the mama makes it or breaks it for me. I want to see what she talking like, what she walking like, what her age is. Is she holding her age, her ass sitting, her stomach sitting? Because, see, that's going to tell me the condition of the mama ass. And I need to know the condition of the mama ass because if she's maintaining her health, Stomach tight, got toned to her body. Even though she's 15, 60 years old, she got honor and integrity in her ass. Then I'm going to kind of want to fuck with her. I'm going to want to talk to her a little bit. I would consider having a child in that line. Because to me, everything begin and end with her. Not the daddy. Because, see, I know the daddy really just co-creating with the mammy. The daddy really can't do nothing unless the mama say so. Because I don't have plenty of women tell me. They marry niggas they ain't even want. They ain't even love. He went along with the shit, and he might have known she ain't love him neither. But you know that's what she wanted, and he got this certain feeling in his ass about her, or she busts his heart chakra. He don't want to let her go, even though she he knows she really not in love with him. But he go along with it and get what she wants, the cheer she wants, the house, the money, and the car, because the, the woman really running that. Even if a woman got a man that's dominating her, she running that right there, too, because she don't know who the fuck she is. She out of her mind. She retarded. So she sits back and takes a second seat like they done shot her up with a bad polio shot and done made her mental ill. So she, she just in a wheelchair. She handicapped, going along with it because she don't want to take control of her power. A man really ain't got no power. So I'm not going to expect him too tough because if he fucking her over, and he beat my ass, I'm really not going to blame him. I'm going to always go back to her and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? So to me, the key is always the female. That's why I'm going to go first. And these women are not inspecting these men's mamas. These sons walk around here, I think, out their mind, because his mother did not know she was God and the goddess. And she did not clock the date and the time of the birth of the God son that came through her womb. Now you got a fool because you ain't do your homework. Because, see, this is so entailed that when you become a master of your mind and a master of the knowledge of who you are, you are a walking, talking, 
ancestor God and God is coming from a different plane and dimension, not a physical human being, but having a physical experience using your body as a vehicle, then you know that your child's birthday is not an accident and a coincidence. You can sit down and to the exact month and day Plan out the day your baby going to be born, the zodiac sign, what the personality is, male or female, what school it's going to go to, what art, what degree it's going to specialize in. Because you done got so deep in your own mind and in your own ass that you know any and everything up in there and how to pull it down. And then when you pick the man you want to pull it down with, you look at his mama and his mama's mama and his mama's 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 mama and you make your decision from there. You ain't got to do that I know. But see, at one point, and families still do this secretly, they actually chart these things out and they plan marriage and they pick the husband and they pick the wife and they pick the family. And they pick the date and they pick the time that all of this is going to take place. And that's why we're on the bottom of the totem pole. That's why we're getting everything that we say we don't want. And black women more than ever, the men is crazy. You ain't got no decent husband. You don't want your motherfucking ass. You want somebody else. He tells lies. He is a fucking lie. His whole life is a goddamn lie. His mama a hoe. His mama a damn slut and a liar. His daddy tell lies. All his brothers, sisters, aunts, and uncles are crackhead liars and dick fluff the suckers. And slop and come of our both comas of their mouth. Mm. And a lot of us don't want to say it. I haven't seen them down at the jail. I've seen women come down in the jail with their three piece suit on, high heel shoes, expensive bag, briefcase, and shit. Going down now, hiding, because they don't want nobody to see them. Son done got locked up. Stealing, elementary school, high school. They don't call him sucking dicks, bent over, getting plowed out, asshole, dug out and tore out the bottom by a nigga. And he can't get nobody to pick him up but his mom. She picking him up, but she shame of him. Because, you know, she got her degrees, a Benz, Jaguar and shit. And, you know, she got a job. She don't want nobody to know about all that right there, you know, because uh, she's shamed that uh, her son is now a failure in her eyes, and uh, he's embarrassed now. You know, he going around here doing this kind of bullshit, and the first thing she's going to say is that, well, this has nothing to do with me, and she got to go to drug court with him, got to go to rehab and shit with him, and this is really cramping her style because she got to get right off work at 4, 5 o'clock and be in drug coat at 6, 
536, that she can't not show because the judge going to put a coat out on her ass. If she don't show up with her son in drug coat and treatment, every time they said he got to show up. This is not her problem. This, see, this is some of his daddy shit because his daddy was like just shooting that heroin and smoking that crack when he was in 10th grade. I ain't know what y'all pregnant about. See, this is the kind of stuff she say. She starts to distinguish the differences between her and her son, and his bloodline is not hers. See, his habit, his lifestyle, his desire for certain lifestyle and fetish is not hers. That has nothing to do with me. That's not my shit. So I'm going to put him out of my house. Now, let me say this. I can see if your son is beating you up, bringing friends in to beat you up, rob you, rape you, steal your money, take your shit. He don't need to be in your house right then because that is putting you at risk. But if your son has a substance abuse problem, has a mental problem, has a school problem, I, I know it's difficult for you ladies. I know it's very frustrating. Especially if you're in the house alone, you've been a single mother doing all by yourself, you feel like you have nothing and no one but you. There's no support system. I know you want to let them go. I know you want to turn your back on them. You may have to let them go to jail. You may have to let them go to a treatment center. They can stay there for six months, whatever, and be in the care of the state so they learn their lesson, but you do not turn your back on your children. Because to turn your back on your child that has a drug, or alcohol, or sex problem, refusing to go to school, refusing to listen, whether you blame society, media, TV, yes, those are all forces that come in and are detriment to the home and breaking up the black family and all these deviant sex behavior that you can see on the Internet and everywhere else. But internally, intuitively, on a soul level, and if you are a person with melanin in you, I don't care if you're a so-called white person, you have melanin in you, you still have a soul in you. And at a soul level, it is not about your money, your car, your things, your degree, your job that can make you separate yourself from your child and the issue that the boy child is going through. Because on a soul level, you have a karmic tie and a karmic agreement to the son to elevate the son and to bring him into a lion king. You have to illuminate his mind with the fact that he's God. And by him doing what he's doing, fucking off, and doing the bullshit he's doing, and saying the fuck shit he's saying, he's kicking your ass on every level to make you stand up and believe that you are the goddess. That you are the goddess and the god that stood in between worlds, actual project, reached out into the balance, moved from a body, a physical body of life, to go out and stand on the tightrope, in between life and death and bring down the soul to reside in your womb, to electrify his consciousness and transfer it to a physical body. You did it. The daddy didn't do it. 
the grandmama, the uncle, you did that. You got pregnant with him. So consciously you think he's a fool. Subconsciously he's very wise because he is fucking with you and provoking your ass to stand up and be God and activate your goddess principle and goddamn stand on your square and be motherfucking God because he's saying, I need you. My dad ain't shit. You fucked up because you picked him for me. You picked him to be my dad and you don't want to be and he doesn't got to fuck on. Who gives a fuck about you or me? I'm out here in the wilderness looking for daddy, looking for friends, looking for male role models and figures. So I'm out here doing it all, trying to see where I fit and where somebody can ground me. The little boy ain't grounded. Your ass ain't grounded neither. You just covered yourself with the material things and the degree and the money to look like you grounded, but underneath you fucked up. You have not integrated the mind, body, and spirit connection. You don't have the soul link because your conscious mind done fucked it up. You done washed it out and separated yourself from the deeper soul tie and the deeper karmic agreement on the soul level you got with that son. The light of your world that sparked that firecracker in your womb when you conceived him. Now he's going to keep on fucking with you and fucking up until you stop being fucked up in your mind and stop looking at your outer accomplishment and shit and tie that with the inner God and goddess knowing, ground yourself, face your shit, then become who you grow the fuck up. To become who you're supposed to be so that you can remember the boy. You can remember the cub, the baby liar. But you brought, you said you want him here. Yes, you did. You did it because he's here. No matter how he got here, he is. You asked for him, and he said, okay, I'm going to ask for you too. Y'all got a bond. So now he's saying, I don't know how to get my milk. You got it in your titty. And a lot of times when a boy will suck a woman's left titty, there's a deeper spiritual significance of him pulling on the left one. And looking at the left body, the left side of a woman's body, you need to get in touch with the left side of the body. We know that that right when they say is creative, artistic, intuitive, but the left side of that body is very, very important, very powerful, and, and, and the boy lines up with the left side of the body. And I'm telling you, when that boy is the most difficult with you or the most aggressive, and most rebellious in his behavior, he is also showing you that he's out of balance because of the situation and circumstances that you bore him in and the fact that you, some of your chakras are spinning upside down, your heart chakra is not in balance, your root chakra is not grounded and in balance, you're not on your square, and you're not grown, and uh, he's triggering you to bring yourself back home. To yourself, because see, when you come back to yourself, when you come back into the realization of the knowledge that you are God and Goddess, and that you are most powerful, then you can call him home. And I hear women doing, especially black women. He's a low down, rotten black motherfucker and a, a, a stupid son of a bitch, and he ain't gonna be shit just like his goddamn daddy. And I know he wasn't gonna be shit just like his motherfucking daddy, you stupid ass bitch. You know, and you, these 
black women say this to their sons. She is cursing this boy, cursing this son, cursing this man, and she is destroying and doing what she can to take a shovel and heap dirt on all this Godson's royal capabilities and capacity to become God in the material realm. But really she's feeling fucked up because the nigga done hit her puss and ran. See, she done made a bad mistake picking the wrong nigga, nigga done gone, hit and run, skeeted and fun. That's what it is. See, she's mad at herself. Now she's looking at him. She don't like what she sees. She don't like the result. And the boy looking at you, he don't like your bitch ass neither. That's why he'd rather go over there and snort some dope than come home to look at your ass. You supposed to be his mama. Your ass is a fucking failure to him. That's like you think he's a fucking failure to you. See, you generated all that down. Because he didn't pop out of nowhere. He popped out your ass. He, you know, you made the deal. You danced it with the devil because you were not in your guard state of mind. You was fucked up in the head when you laid down, pussy hot, juicy, clit throbbing and popping, pussy dick, locking, dropping. You just want some dick. Want to roll your ass, nigga bust it off. You got pregnant. Now the nigga ain't what you thought. Life ain't what you thought. Now, you don't like the, what your son is manifesting. That ain't what it thought. But everything begins, I don't know how many times I can say this, and I understand, and I understand, I understand you don't get it because we were not told this. This ain't the story. See, we were given the fairy tale and the remix shit. It was all about something, someone, and is he choosing you. It was never about you. It was never about knowing your royal place and the priests and the priestesses that you were picked to conceive with based on your astrology and numerology. And then based on your creation, because that child is your creation, based on your numerology, your astrology, and your period date, because we can even switch them around. You can talk to your body and tell your body to do what the fuck it want to do, whatever you want it to do. And if your body doing some shit you don't like, you can talk to your damn body and get that motherfucking line and say, look, I see this size 7 dress, and I got to have it. And I got to get in it. Now, I know I'm a size 16. I don't give a damn about all that. You're going to do what you need to do to, to kick my metabolism in or shift this shit around and you're going to send me the highest and best source to whittle this size 16 body down into a size 6 cell. And your body will do what the fuck you say it. These women have told me they done told themselves they were pregnant by a dirty nigga. They found out the nigga was dirty after they had got pregnant. Some of them were pregnant with twins. Or they found out why they were pregnant the nigga was fucking another bitch. They was in love with the nigga and going to marry him and spend their life with him. Then they found that shit out. They told the babies to die. They didn't even get no abortion. They had so much hate for him. And one of them I know did get one. 
The nigga still holding this shit against her today. And that was about 10, 15 years ago, he's still holding it. Because she said, I got the power to do what I want to do. And I know it will hurt you, and you had fucked that bitch, and I found out about it. So I knew you wanted this baby real bad, and I knew that's the way I could get your ass back. So I went up there and had the baby sucked out at 2 o'clock at the abortion clinic around the corner. Another one just said, I, you know what, this nigga ain't no good. And she found out she was pregnant with twins. And when he said, I don't want you, after he had just told her he was in love with her, want to spend his life with her. When she told him she was pregnant, oh, I don't, I, you know, I don't change my mind. I really don't want that no more like I thought so. How much money you want to get an abortion? She was like, I'm not getting an abortion. I'm not getting rid of my children. This is what I want to have them. But a part of her didn't want the shit because she had said it to me. Within days, I wouldn't even say that hours, that the two children in her womb, one started to dissolve and come out in the form of blood clots. Because at that moment, she became God and the goddess. She was a goddess of creation when she said, I want these babies. So she laid and fucked and sucked and got them. Then the God that some other woman created as a son came into her experience, and now he became her son, her world. She moved around him. Her her world rose and, and, and set on his ass. He couldn't do no wrong. He got her pregnant double time. She got twins in her. Soon as he said that shit, she got to thinking about it, and all the chemistry and the emotions of her body created a whole volcanic eruption inside her body and sucked them babies down into the fire and consumed them, and she bled them out like she having a damn period. See, that same goddess energy that created life went out back out in the balance like she went out there to get that life and then killed it. Didn't want to cry to tell me how she didn't want that to happen. She didn't know I guess you did. Yes, you did. See, you so dumb on a conscious level to your power and your magic that you create light and dark, heaven and hell, good and evil, at will. Because the magic principle of the goddess and God is always turned the fuck on in the subconscious and superconscious mind. See, mm. and this had time to the law of attraction and prosperity and failure. Wealth and poverty, good and bad, love and hate. Because if you're not having success with no man, you ain't having no success with your son. You ain't going to really have a whole bunch of success in every area of your life because the son is connected to your pussy and your uterus and the soul mind and the super conscious mind outside of the conscious and outside of the subconscious. See, this is another, you got a whole set of minds and bodies that don't have nothing to do with that brain that they talking about your mind that's locked in that damn hard bone shell that they call a school. This ain't got nothing to do with that. Now, this is the extension of the, the so-called brain and mind in between your ears. But it is the source of the mind that I said moves in between your ears inside your brain because it's not 
physical. You have physical tissue. That's brain tissue, but that's not your mind. There's several things going on right there. Because you have a brain tissue, physical structure, that you can see your central nervous system. That's what it's a part of, and all your nerves, neurons, and blood vessels, arteries, and veins are moving through it. They live there. That moves throughout every inch of your body. That's how we feel, we sense, we smell, we taste. Touch because of the brain and the central nervous system. But there's also a higher mind, a cosmic brain, a soul mind, a soul brain, and a spirit. They all are mental, astral, emotional, spiritual. These cannot be, how can I say, they cannot be contained. They cannot be measured. Scientists say they can measure them, but I would say only two degrees. And they cannot, what is the word? I, I know what I want to say. Just trying to think of the word. You, 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 you can't comprehend them. That's like an idiot that would say, I have a whole bunch of PhDs. And now because I have a PhD, I am the smartest man in the world. I have written or I have read all of the books in the world, and I know everything, and you know nothing. When one person says they know everything, they know nothing. It's not possible to know every single thing, because that way you know every single thing. Everybody ever thought at every moment how they feel, what they're saying, what they're going to say, what they've done say it, when they die, when they're going to be born again, what they're going to say. You don't know all of that. That's in the mind of the God. The God is the ancestors. You cannot contain them nor comprehend every level. I don't care who you are. When people start talking to me like that, I don't even want to talk to you no more because it ain't nobody on the planet that bad inside of nobody that know everything that is, was, or ever will be or going to be. You don't. That mind that holds those archives and those uh, Akashics is not a physical location. You can have pieces of it. You can materialize different levels of it, but you cannot encompass the all. You would die. There's no one human being that I know. I mean, you can correct me, show them to me, because I ain't met them. I ain't been nowhere. I don't know shit either. I'm still a student as well as a teacher. But you tell me where they at, and I'll retract everything I see it. One person cannot encompass God, cannot know or contain the mind of God. Whatever your agreement is, and what you came here to do and what your ability and your capacity to hold, I don't know. You got to get to know that. But it will only be degrees of it and dimensions of a portion of the mind of God that is not in a physical location. So when you you around somebody, you need to get the fuck away from them. They tell you they know everything. Because that's usually a fool and pride that they say in the Bible, I would come before a fall. Now, us, when we manifest, it's no different than you saying, I want a new job, I want a new car, I want a new place to live. You're still tapping into that same God mind that got you pregnant with your boy. And in order for you to become a master, I mean a total master, because I see women that have mastered money and mastered their education, but then they have no man that loves them. 
They get fucked for pleasure, not for love. And they have not mastered. They got fucked up relationship with their kids. It's usually not a 360 degree of the woman standing on her square, either either or. The money without the man. You know. The marriage, one I'm successful, the other not. Got a big old house, bitch can fucked by the goddamn washman or the milkman. Nigga working all the time, making money, paying the bills, and he giving you a lavish life and dick lift. And when he see you, he don't get put on, because you don't find out later on, he like the bodybuilder in the gym that live across the street, man, they fucking. See, it's, see, when a woman is wanting to master the laws of attraction, mastering thinking, grow rich, she must deal with her own pussy. She must deal with her own womb. And it's a lot of these women fucked up right there because she ain't got no goddamn womb. She done had this shit cut out or she got it. It's dead because she done had so many fucking abortions and did so much dope and got fucked so hard with all kind of big old dicks and shit. She can't even hold no damn baby. You deserve it fucked up. She don't want to tell nobody about it. That's fine. You ain't got somebody. But you have got to realize that all this shit is cosmic science right here up in your ass. It's just like this this uh, this jeweler, this master jeweler, Ma Jade. She in Brooklyn. She made my aunt for the resurrection of the goddess, and it's big as hell. It's I ain't I ain't that big. I'm about five two, but maybe a hundred and ten pounds or something. The aunt has bigger than me. Cause I told her, she said, "You want the aunt that big?" I said, "I need it." Because my body little, but my energy big, so I need to be balanced out. Send me a big old uncle. And she did just what the fuck I said, because sometimes I carry that thing, that thing be so heavy. I'm like, did I really want this this cocktail thing? And it's pure copper. And when I go out to get something to eat, the girls remember, and I didn't know they remember. And this white lady said, wear your necklace. I said, oh, you noticed that I had? She said, yeah, wear that. Cause I wear it tomorrow. I ain't think y'all paying no attention. We're a little heavy today. And I went back out last night. Uh, like, oh, you got it. She said, what that mean? I said, so, uh, it's your uterus, your fallopian to your vagina. See the roll down at the bottom? That's your pussy. That's what it is right there, the opening. She said, oh, I love it. It's like the Kama Sutra, guys. Yeah. I said, oh, you studied. She said, yeah. I know what it is. See, that right there, the external representation of it, the uh, is a reflection of the internal. You don't have to tell me or nobody else, but you have to tell yourself. And whenever these women got these fibroids, and I talk to them, two women have fibroids, they make a lot of money, they they pussy be fucked up, though. And they feel like it's not a big deal. This is just a health issue because the doctor said it was some other shit. It's not about no other shit. Your money is covering these sick dicks you've been taking, see. You want to recognize that the dick doctor ain't got no cough syrup on his dick to fix that cough. He's getting your ass the motherfucking flu virus through that damn dick and them dick shots and calm shots up in there. That's what that is. And now you don't like what you got or the, the nigga ain't what he said or you, he ain't what you imagined or what you thought. Now the fibroid done came. The miscarriage, the tubal pregnancy done came. Half a partial poster, a hysterectomy done came. All kind of shit leaking out your ass done came. Because you're not on your fucking square. 
you don't want to go 360 within yourself, and then you see the child. You see that son that came to give you a cosmic scroll. See, many of us don't want to realize these sons got more sense than we do. The sons got a depth of knowledge that only could be brought to you and illuminate your mind by you looking in your boy's eyes. Because from a male perspective, and him coming as your child, he came out of a black hole. He traveled through that portal. So he could stand at a very pivotal point in the third dimensional space and stand toe-to-toe or at an angle with you, look you in your eye and tell you what you need to know to become God, to become you. So then the energies, your feminine, projects to his masculine is also a part of your feminine. Then he internalizes that, turns it 360, it starts to spin his chakras, his auric fields, the ethos of his mind, projects out into the higher realms. Because sometimes our children have other ancestors and beings that are not ours. They're connected but kind of indirectly because they have their own karma, their own lesson. It comes back down into his body, moves through his cell, and then the reflective membranes of the cell projects that energy out of him through your membrane of your eye. And it then goes into your cell, electrocutes your cell memory, circulating and activating and opening it up, and you vibrate to him. It's just like a ping-pong match, a tennis match. Only thing is when it goes down to a lower level and becomes destructive for you or him, and when it becomes derogatory and that boy done vomited back, the fact that your pussy is fucked up, when he started doing dope and drinking, running the street, niggas punking him out, got ten babies by different folks, selling dope, running away from home. You don't know where he what he's doing in and out of jail. He is a reflection of where you are and where you're not. And we cannot move on without him. So as you are seeing him in his movement, destroying itself, living a very filthy, destructive life. Many times we cannot stop them from having this experience. We must allow them to follow that shit on out to the end, but pray for their protection. Do what we can to watch them. Don't turn your back on. While you watch yourself and you start to document your own failures, your own demise, dealing with your errors with love and niggas and your pussy, see what you did, what you didn't do, and you start to raise yourself up as you see the child fall. You don't go down in the gutter with that boy. Yeah, you low-life junkie motherfucker. I know you wasn't going to be shit. Get the fuck out of my... You don't go down there with him. You rise as he falls. Even if you reach your hand out to him and he spits on your hand and he don't want you to pull him up, let him fall. But you continue to rise as he falls. 
and you put a safety net out for it. So when he falls, he might get cut up, but he won't break his neck. And he won't break his back. To get his ass whooped, but you shield him in it. That's where tough love come in. That's where prayer come in. That's where you get your spiritual advisor, whoever you trust to shield him with his ancestors, because they can get him like you can. They can go with him where you're not welcome. If he got to smoke crack, he got to shoot up, you're not going to be invited in there. And you might not know how to get there because he ain't going to tell you where it goes. But it's his ancestors that move through him and walk about him and own him and with him. They can be sent to walk with him so it won't be so bad when he falls. And if he falls, he can recover. And through the recovery in the fall is when he ascends back to his God-son self. But sometimes because of the way you was, when you would get fucked in your pussy and got pregnant with him, you were low. You brought him in on that vibration. You were confused and fucked up, and you brought that boy in in the ether of confusion. And you wasn't at your advancement. You was descending in your fall because you couldn't rise, and nobody brought you up and told you you was God, and you was the master of your creation. So now you must watch this being done to your son as a result of your own hand because you did not consciously know that you was the goddamn teleprompter. Oh, yeah, you the TV, and you got the dial, and you got the program. He came into your goddamn programming right there. Because your conscious mind wasn't on watch, but your subconscious and superconscious was. So the frequency jammed up because you got high levels of science about the non-physical self coming down from the ether, coming into the physical body, then you got this bullshit your mama and everybody else done told you and what you know and what you don't know and what you did and didn't do about yourself, already inhabiting the physical space of the body. Now the frequencies is jammed up. So you got mixed signal and mixed messages running simultaneously. It's like you got three channels playing at the same time on one goddamn station. And now you done brought this child into this bullshit. And you watching him, he confused, he don't know what the fuck to do. So he's escaping with dope and fucking and shit. And you want to know why he can't snap out of it and wake up. Why you can't snap out of it and figure out that you instigated the shit. You the fucking troublemaker. You started the shit. Because you didn't know what the fuck you was doing when you up there practicing some backwards ghetto-ass sex magic. Fucking and sucking because a nigga say he wants some pussy and because you want to give it to him. That's all you fucking know. You crazy. You insane. You out your damn mind. You don't even know what you done laid down. And now 10, 15 years later, after you done had the child and you see the results of it that looks like failure, it's all because of that fucked up ritual you did, and now it's too late to turn back the hands of goddamn time. But it can be reversed, and it's up to you, because it's in the lowest point, as I said, when that boy looked like he gone. As long as he ain't committed suicide or been murdered, as long as he's still breathing, 
it's still a chance for the ancestors to catch him and to put it, put him back on the right path for the spirits to order his steps. But I'm still saying to you, from what I have seen from my own life and other people's experiences, females with their boy, with their son, many times when it is the most darkest and it seems like this is the end right here, it's fucked up, he fucked up, and it ain't no return right here. That's usually when the cub starts to become the lion. That's usually when the light comes on and he starts to become resurrected. But it's usually in prison. It don't have to be physical prison. Prison with drugs, prison with sex, prison with alcohol, prison with an injury, prison being shot in the fucking hospital, prison by seeing one of your friends in the goddamn morgue, watching his head blowed in. Usually that's when they are frozen and the universe got your attention because I done seen some some people, they have a gift on them, some spirits be on them, and they don't know what it is or they run from them spirits. Them spirits will whoop your ass. They'll cause all kind of fucked up shit to happen to you, all kind of mayhem and trouble and shit to come in your life. And they'll get you in a position where you're at a dead end, you're up against the wall. It's like either you're going to continue to run this, this program here and you're going to die, you're going to go to jail or hell, either one. Or then you're going to go right. These programs you're running are not going to be successful. You're not going to reach the peak of them. Or you're going to go this way that you were born to go because this is your destiny. You are not going to get out of it. You're going to die out of it. If you don't do it, and that's going to go right for you. You're going to go this way. Many times, that's why you need to know yourself and know your children and know what's on them and what gifts are on them and what they came here to do. Because if that child keeps on going the way that it's not supposed to, it may be meant for the child to do that, and then you give them to the ancestors. You say, I've done all I can do. Don't let them be killed. Don't let them be handicapped or nothing. But they're going down that road, and I'm going to be here and support them, but I want y'all to take over now because y'all know more than I do. Y'all put y'all hand on him and whoop his ass. See, you rather turn them over like that than turn your back on them. Because the spirits know more than we do, and our ancestors know more than we do. And in their infinite wisdom, they know how to train them and how to bring them back to God. That is the God self within them, the God role to activate the God principle within them, and then ultimately to activate the goddess and God principle within the mother. That is the most powerful point of attraction, magic, and manifestation that you must start from to manifest everything else in your life, money, job, education, man, business. All of those things will come, and they will be easy to achieve. Once you have mastered the laws of attraction of your own pussy, and once you have started to administer that magic, with confidence and security in the awareness that you're God and your goddess. And going back to retrieve the lion. Because if you do not retrieve the cub and resurrect the cub, then you will not resurrect yourself. You will always be walking wounded. You'll always be broken. And your arrogance to say that I'm above my child and I never was in jail, I never did dope, I never talked like that, that does not excuse you or eliminate you from retribution from the law. 
Okay. You are still bound by karmic and cosmic law because you have a soul tie with the boy. You can think what you want to. You can do just, just do what you do. You ain't got to believe nothing that I say. But to go against your boy and to deny the feminine-masculine bond and agreement that you brought in on a soul level is to go against yourself, and you're going to be broken and out of balance, to go against your boy for a man or for someone else and to say, I'm going to start over, the boy's not important, is to go against yourself. And the laws of attraction and the vision board and all these other things are not going to be as successful because you are a liar and a perpetrator and you are going against yourself by denying the boy, denying the God son and resurrecting the son, the two sons, the S-U-N and the S-O-N, which in turn resurrects you. You, you are one of the same. You are half of the whole. And that is even a deeper relationship than a husband and a wife. Because no matter how many times a man go up in you, he can never be up in you like your son. And somebody, uh, oh, hey, Coach, I'm going to start. Wait a minute. Somebody asking me a question. You want to call in? Amenti Anuket. Hey, Coach, how do I start over in love? And let all what has hurt me relationship go. Can you ask Alexis that too? Oh, I'm Alexis right here. I just see your message now. I'm sorry when I get in my zone. Uh, I don't always be in here looking. One teacher I wanted to come. I hope he can still come um, that I invited. I, I still got time before I take the show. Thank you, Plato, for listening. Um where is my teacher? I, I wanted him to be my guest, and he uh, is a priest, a comedic science teacher, and I really, because he's had a lot of study, I would love to hear his feedback on our show. Uh, let me see if he's in here. I hope I haven't missed him. Hat 770, are you just listening? Three one four. Yes. Yes, I am right here. Okay, hold on, hold on. Six seven eight. Are you just listening? Peace, peace. This is Doctor Navarro. Hey. Hey. You can hear me. Hi. <laughs> yes. Thank you for calling. I hope I didn't make you wait too long. I kind of got in a zone. Oh no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just like wow. <laughs> I you. Because you're the doctor. I just channel. I haven't studied like that under you yet. So I want to get your take on the mother. Wow. Time. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm blown away. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm blown away, sis. <laughs> wow. I'm still learning. I mean, I'm a baby. <laughs> That's what I want to I do. I mean, we all I am too, but I'm just like, well, I just want to say I'm honored, uh, you know, I'm honored that we were able to connect, and I'm honored that, um, you know, you invited me on the show, and, um, you know, because, uh, I mean, you're a fabulous sister, you know what I'm saying? I had the pleasure to um, first learn about you, you know, 
um, when I first got back from, you know, Ghana, West Africa, and um, just watched some of your videos and everything, and now here we are connecting, you know? So it's just, it's just you talking about the law of attraction, it's just like, wow, it's just interesting how the universe works, that's all. But um, I was just listening to what you were saying, and it's just, it's just powerful, that's all. It's very interesting, you know, because I grew up, you know, I'm a mama's boy. I grew up with my mom, you know what I'm saying? Dad was there in and out. But I grew up mostly with my mom. So it's just interesting because now you're making me reevaluate my life and me and look within, you know what I'm saying, and look at some of the physical elements that I that I go through and reflect on my mom, you know. So this is just all deep. This is just interesting to me. <laughs> well, I want to know how you see and how you're taught. You know about the principles and the names of the God and goddess energy, the boy, the mother, the son, the father. That's what I wanted you to go into because I don't know all of the names of them or the comedic teachings okay. or the way you're taught. Okay, well, I'm not going to sit up here in front because that's not my style. I'm just a pure-hearted, okay. honest individual. Um, only, only when you asked me that question earlier, um, well, not really asked me the question, but, you know, we, we, we were talking back and forth on, on Facebook, and you made mention of, um, you know, what you're going to be speaking about tonight, and you asked me about the comedic connection between the mother and son. Only thing I really, that came to me, you know, because I'm not going to sit up in front, and like I'm some super deep, uh, super duper comedic teacher, because I'm not, you understand? So, um, only thing that really came to me was, um... You know, of course, the ultimate connection of mother and son was, uh, you know, Aset and Haru, or Haru, you know, and that particular story. Oh, sure. I want to know about right, that because yeah. I don't know much about it, yeah. Okay, and, I mean, just to give you a real overview, I, I, like I said, I really don't know the whole deep science of the Haru, you know what I'm saying, Aset story. Um, I like to make things very practical, livable, and how we can apply it in our everyday life. Um, okay. So, I mean, I could just see just that story. You know, after um, Osar Usir was killed by his brother, you know, set because of the jealousy and everything, um, how, you know, the, the, the mother went out to resurrect God again, you know what I'm saying, through her to avenge her lover's, you know, death, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I get to see the connection, uh, I get to see the connection of Haru um, and Aset, and, and basically I'm just reading through the story real quick, um, I see the connection of how she was able to speak those words of empowerment on his life, you understand? And how she was able to, um, like he said, she went in the corner of the story, you know, she had to gather 14 pieces of a of Uthir, Osar, and then resurrect the last part. She had to find the phallus, and resurrect the phallus, and impregnate herself, you know what I'm saying, with the phallus in order to bring this uh, deity through her in order to um, create balance back on the planet, you know? But she had to be in her right mind state in order to do all that, you know, which is why she represents the most noble, you know, the most noble, of course, that's the, the most noble woman throughout history, you know. And this is where the um, the daughters of Isis, through the Masonic uh, females, Eastern stars, and they move on to the daughters of Isis. This is what they all aspire to be, you know. Mm. Yeah, and this is wow. why, you know, um, the, 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 the Eastern star, they would have the... The inverted five-pointed star because it's the symbol of, you know, having the head, the symbol of having the head first in everything you do, not the legs first. So they would invert mm. the five-pointed star. Most people would think that it's because of the, you know what I'm saying, the Satanistic and all that other stuff, you know, the bafflement and all. No, it's the symbol of female using her head first or the child coming through head first for the most part, 
You know what I'm saying? So two heads meet, but they look at each other. You know, when you were talking about the eyes and the eyes and the energy transpiring and the, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it would be the the the, the head first. The, the brother, you're supposed to go to her head, talk to her head. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't getting in that head, unfortunately they 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 whispering garbage. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? But it's the head, the head first before the leg. The resurrect the head before you let resurrect the legs. You know? So I mean wow. the whole. I mean you know my personal story with my mom. You know what I'm saying? She, I remember her spending, um, a, she saw something in me when I was young. I used to hate to read, you know. I mean, I used to hate to read. She used to always try to do all these different things to me to try to get me to read and buy all these little programs and books and all this stuff. I can remember it to, like it's yesterday. And this cut me off any time, you know, I, 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 I get to rambling too. But, you know, so she, she um, you know, she would spend all this money you know, to, to, to get the books and all that other stuff. And I just wouldn't read the books. They weren't grabbing my attention. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, um, you know, she saw something in me. You know, so eventually I found information that did grab my attention. And, you know, I come to the school of Nwapu. I come to the school of Dr. Malachi You know, that's my foundation when I was a young, young, young child. So she was shocked when she, of course, saw me reading it. But she didn't stop me. You know, I'm glad she didn't, you know. So now I'm writing the books. And I actually had the pleasure, you know, to be with her through their holidays and stuff, and I, I think I said it to her, and I said it to her back in the summertime, that isn't it amazing that you were the one pushing me to read books, and now I'm the one writing them, you see? So oh, wow. I can over, okay. yeah, I can, you know, my mom, it was my mother, you know what I'm saying, I had a long time when I was in Africa to really sit down and think and reflect on my life, and I have to say, you know, I was, I was, I've been blessed and I was fortunate to have, you know, like I said, I was raised with my mom, to have that, now my father I filled that void towards the tail end of his life that I needed, that little gap for that space that wasn't there, that I was still searching for that man role, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't finding mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, I was always playing the assistant to a brother I felt was, you know, saying more smarter or more alpha male or, you know, until I, until that gap was finally filled, then I was cool. But it was mom that brought the deity out of me. You see, other than nature, of course. Wow. You know, that's feminine energy. That's feminine energy. You know, but it was my mother. You know what I'm saying? My mother is the cosmic cause of all this, of the Dr. Neb. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, you know, at the beginning of stages of my life, you know? So I, I, I have to big up my mom. You know what I'm saying? Well, she created yeah. a beautiful son. And when you're ready, wow. I want humbled. you to come back if you want to come back on a regular basis to talk about your books and your writing. I'd be honored to have you as a. You know, a regular here, wait, wait a minute, I want to bring another lady. She wants to come into the conversation. 718, uh, you there, 718? Yes, um, hi, Alexis, this is Lamenti. Hi, I'm Neverone. Hi. Hi. Mm. Have, Peace, have, I'll drink some water. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have uh, two questions, okay? Uh, the first question is, since we create our reality and what goes on around us in our relationships with the law of attraction, how does a woman heal her womb to uh, start the relationship all over, to let things go? You know what I mean? To let it all go, to just fall in love again with that person and, and to heal her womb that way. That's the first question. And I ask the second question after you answer that. But what you mean, like fall in love all over again with yourself or fall in love again with who? Your son or who? Your, your mate, your lover, your, you know, your, your children, your, your lover, your children, you know, because some women we kind of lose it for our children too. Like how do you just start that all over and let it all go so, to heal yourself, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't believe in letting go of anything because that's not how 
I got to the point, now I transformed. I didn't let go of the emotion. I transformed it by first being honest with myself and going within myself to see what was the problem and how did I get in what I called was a mess. And it takes two people. You cannot love someone and make yourself fall in love again with a man that is not also in love with himself and his purpose and realizes that there's one purpose that he has for his own life and then there's another purpose for him being with you and resurrecting the goddess in you as you are resurrecting the goddess with him and then you have a common goal and a common purpose to be together moving in the same direction. It is not going to work with one person, but first of all, you created him and you brought him into your space and your world. So you must go back into your life. What brought you here? And the mother and father that brought you here. And the lessons that you had to learn and that you agreed to, you always must be aware of yourself at all times. And if you are not aware, we must pull back from anything and everyone else to become aware of who we are and what is our mission and who we are not. When we are on path creating what we are supposed to be creating and committing to the purpose of creating what we agreed to, Everybody else corresponds to what we are vibrating, what we are thinking, what we are saying. They bow um, to our experience. They commit to us. And, of course, we honor the men and respect their commitment, but usually they're equal. You see what I'm saying? When you have twin flames and and co-creators, because you have a lot of soulmates, but you don't have many twin flames, so you will also bow to him, and you will help him to co-create and resurrect the God in him. During this time right here, the beginning of the year in the age of Aquarius, we're doing a lot of shifts right now. So it's people that are, are together that they wanted to leave the person before. They were scared to leave for whatever reason. They weren't sure about leaving. Now they're getting ready to leave. The ones that are single are getting ready to get married or attract someone that is more like them on their wavelengths, and the other ones are breaking up and leaving. So you must assess at this time, because what you're feeling is normal, and I'm talking to a lot of people, men and women that are feeling the same way. Now they're really getting to them deep, and they're saying, I'm ready to go. This ain't working. This ain't the one. And then they're attracted to someone else they feel it is, and people are moving and switching mates based on a deeper karmic agreement. Things, that's why I want you to look at this. Don't say, oh, I got to let this go and get over it. No, you don't. If you're angry, feel angry. If you're lonely, feel lonely. If you're remorseful or regretful, feel all of it. Don't deny it or try to act like it doesn't exist or push it away. It's just like I tell you, don't eat that plate of ice cream every day anymore. And then you'll lose weight and you'll be healthier. I just took something away and it didn't replace it with anything else. So I have to give you a natural sugar, a soy cream, a, a rice milk cream. I have to give you a divine equivalent or there's going to be a void, a hole, a deficit. Because I told you to push it away and get rid of it. That goes against the natural law. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I want to comment to what you said. Now, to just tell you, you know, that's what we both want to do. But his response to me is, well, are you going to love me back? 
because I, I, I have held on to so much for so long that it's not even easy for me to just love or even feel loved, you know what I mean? So that that, that was his response to me, to, to let you know from what you just said. So what is he saying? If you deal with everything that you feel that I hurt you with, once you deal with it, can you love me still? Yeah, you can say that, yeah. Okay, well, how much space you need and how much time you need to decide. Well, I want to I want to change. It doesn't it's not good for the womb to feel so like this because when you're intimate with that person, it hurts and it only hurts because of what you're harboring inside your womb. You see what I'm saying? Look, I I understand what you're saying, and what I'm saying is you you it sounds to me like you want to deny this because you're saying it's something wrong with you feeling like this. And what I'm telling you, that's just not how I live. And that's not how I teach. If somebody hurts me and I can't fuck you because I'm hurting you, I'm not fucking you. Mm. I, I don't know how long. It might take me a year. I might not ever fuck no more at all. It depends on how deep the shit went. Tell what you did. And if, can I get over it? Because, see, I'm not going to, I spent the first part of my life miserable doing what other people told me to do, denying what I felt, leaving it with something wrong with me because I couldn't let it go. I wallow in my feelings. Because that's what I need. I need to feel it. I don't deny feelings anymore because I know that, that it is very unnatural and it's going to make you sick. And a lot of times your feelings are coming for a reason. They're a signal or a trigger for you to look at something or someone. They're just your higher self telling you something. And that's good if he doesn't want to leave and he wants to change. He really might be for real, but the goddess has got to balance herself you got to heal yourself. you got to do womb cleansing. you literally got to detoxify. But you cannot do it if you let it go. You've got to experience what the goddess is feeling, anxiety or pain or what is stuck. Allow yourself to sit in that experience, write it out, talk it out. Speak it to him. Speak it to yourself. Even if you need to get into a sister circle with women that you trust, that know what you're feeling, that have experienced it so you can work through it within yourself and then decide, okay, you know what, I know why I felt this, I know why I held it, this is what bothers me about you or made me feel insecure, are you ready to show me that this will never happen again or how we're both going to work on dealing with each other's needs and meeting each other's needs. I, to me, that's the healthiest way to do it. Because that way you're truly transmuting the energy and you're ready to let it go. You're releasing it when you feel healthy and safe, when you're balanced. You don't sound like you're really ready to do that. And there's nothing wrong with feeling like that because it's, it's not, it's not like it's still a little tender or it's unresolved. It's not healed, whatever this is. Hmm. The um, second question I had was, when dealing with the laws of attraction, how do you know that you're still dealing with reality when you're dealing with the laws of attraction? Wanting a certain type of job or wanting a certain type of relationship, and it may just not happen that way. You know what I'm saying? So how do you know if your law of attraction or what you're trying to attract to you may not be reality, may not be what you're truly seeing? That's a good question, and it's all reality. Um, whenever I'm hitting a wall like that, then that means that it's something I haven't done. 
and there's still work to be done. And it doesn't mean you're not supposed to have it. Sometimes the timing could be off. Sometimes the spirits might not let you have that right then because you think you're ready and some part of you may not be. Sometimes you may have people in your life, baby, that the spirits won't let you get that when they're in your life because you can't see them. And when you get it, they'll rob your ass blind and take advantage of you or you get you have this particular deal. It's the deals I wanted to go through. And I said, I want this TV show. I want to do this, this, and that. And then I'm, everywhere I go, it didn't work. Then I get a reading mm. on it, and the artist say, it's not going to happen right now. I'm like, why? Is it because it's not the person we get it through? That person's going to steal your money. If they take you through that deal and you go through it, they're going to rape you. And every level that they can, and the spirits are not letting it go through, and you think the spirits don't want you to have it, or you're blocked, but the spirits are actually protecting you by not giving it to you through this medium or through this person. Or you know what, Alexis, you need to work on this right here. You need to sharpen the business. You know, you, you, you need to build this product up more. You, you need to get this structure. See, a lot of times that is the reality because if you see it or you feel it, that means it belongs to you. And that's your natural desire bringing it through to show you're supposed to have it. But sometimes there are other areas that we need to fine-tune. We don't have the right people that we've attracted to, to strengthen us in the areas that we're weak in and to attract the people in the areas that are strong where you're weak in, to strengthen you, to balance you, as well as you balancing yourself. Because from what you just said a few minutes ago, there are still some blocks that also might be blocking your ability to be sure that you deserve the wealth and deserve the prosperity. See, that's what I'm saying that I had to learn the hard way. You can still get it, but that's why I see women out of balance where they have the money, but they don't have no husband. Or they, you know, have a husband, but he don't want them. Or they got a husband, and she don't want him. She really wanted the other man to feel like that was supposed to be her husband, but she settled with this one because this one got money. But he ain't got the looks and the passion. And he ain't pleasing her sexually. Or she got the degrees of house of business, and she travels, but she's alone. And you can tell she's miserable because her body starts to break down. She starts to like an old hag. And it's not about her chronological age. It's about the deterioration of her mind and her soul. And she's full of self-hate and her pussy cold. Because don't nobody love her. Or she know people on her around her because of her things. So she's got it on one level, she's strong. And the other level, she's weak because she ain't let shit go from a long time ago. Like you said, I just want to drop it. But you really haven't dropped it. Because there's deficits in her mind, and not the conscious mind, but the subconscious and superconscious mind where God is and where the goddess is. So you got to check yourself, and sometimes you might need people around you that won't lie to you. Because a lot of people only have people around them that say what they want to hear and make them feel good. And I like the people around me to say, you know what, that, that looks fucked up right there. I don't like that shit right there. You need to take that off. It's like, that's how my girlfriend was on the phone Lisa earlier. I'm like, you like that dress? She's like, hell no. I don't like that shit ugly. Why don't you put that one off? I like the other one. Like, you like my hair like that? My... No, you need to let that go. See, I need people to tell me the damn truth to check me so I can check myself. Because not saying you don't see shit like other people see you. Or you you, you, don't, you really just think you want to hear that shit, but you really don't want to hear that shit. Now I don't know your situation for me to really look and say, oh, okay. You know what, it's this, 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 and that right there. It's, um, it's, just like, it's just more like because of all this stuff I'm harboring in my womb, 
when I'm intimate, I see these things. I see all the stuff that I could not let go. Does that make sense? Like, I can see it, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't even enjoy this moment because I'm seeing so much in this intimate moment. It, like, it takes me to the cosmos, to, to, to what's he, you know, who he's been with, who the things I've been through, and it's like, whoa. And it's like, if I can go through something like that, then I, 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 wanna, I want the energy to be so I can manifest what I really want. I don't want to manifest that shit, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying to you is you're, you need to feel it. If it's something you're not liking and it's something you're holding, that's the reason you're holding it. You need to feel it and take it and experience it to see why you're holding it, what the real issue is, and decide, is this the person you want to carry on with, and are you the person that you want to stay a year from now? That That is really, that's my answer, because I don't go do stuff like that. If, if I'm feeling an issue, I, I allow myself to feel the issue. If I'm feeling discomfort about someone, I don't second-guess the reason why I'm feeling it and try to get rid of it. I dig deep into it and said, Spirit, please show me what is it about me or what is it about this person that makes me not want to do business with this person or makes me not want to have a sexual relationship with this person. What is going on? And then I start divining on it. Hmm. As well as looking at my own shit. I'm resolved I probably got in me and looking at the person. I analyze it and really wallow in it and then come up out of it. I give myself a certain amount of time to wallow in that until I feel secure that I've really dug into that feeling. I've held on to it and I know why and what, the who, what, why, when, and where. You need to know them questions. Who, what, why, when, well. If you can answer those, then you'll determine it's time to let it go soon and where you're going to go. If you can't, you don't need to really drop it. Because you must be true to yourself, and you must know yourself. Mm. Adopt, did you want to say something? <laughs> man, it, I just, it, it, I'm just humble this evening, man. You know, I, I don't really have nothing to say. I'm just being honest, you know, I'm just speaking from the heart. It's like... Because it's almost like you, when you think you know something, you, you, this, this, this is one of the evenings where it's almost like, man, you know, I, I realize I don't know, you know. And I, I, I'm just thankful that, you know, I'm able to be amongst you sisters and listen, you know, and be honored to listen in this time space, you know, my personal reality or whatever. Because, you know, it's, it's making me to be to start checking myself, you know what I'm saying? It's like I never overstood and realized that y'all feel like that was, I mean, I know. I'm sorry that you went through this and you're going through that stuff, Sister um, Amenti. But mm-hmm. it's like I never realized. I'm as a brother. I have to be more aware. And I think you know us men have to be more aware when we hear things like this because I never realized that you know what I'm saying that a sister would even go through stuff like that. Not 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 now. You're having premonitions. You know what I'm saying you're you're, you're tapping into old different vibrations, different wavelengths and stuff. You know, and mm-hmm. we don't. Man, this is some deep stuff, right? Here. <laughs> you know, I'm not, excuse me, I'm not laughing at this, not at all. I'm just, I'm just having one of those moments, you know. And I'm, I'm wrapped up in y'all's experience, you know. So I, that, that, that's basically all I have to say right now. Shoot. I think she knows. She's smart enough to know from what she's saying and the words she's using in her energy. She's deep enough and she's smart enough right. to know. And you're moving in right direction, and and that's why I said feel it. I mean, I mean, excuse me for cutting you off, but it's like, 
Sister Minty is like, um, is an old proverb that says, he or she who is sure um, commits themselves. You know, mm-hmm. and you do know. You know, you do know. Mm-hmm. You know? You know what I'm saying? You really, really deep down inside, you do know because um, my heart is just saying, you know, you are a victim. You know what I'm saying? Of a situation. And now the individual is mm-hmm. asking you to push aside what went on. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's your body. You know, it's your body. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you're a victim, and now the person is, is asking you because they're ready or whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying, to push aside what has taken place. And here it is interdimensionally your ancestral forces or whatever is, is letting you know, like, you know, putting the red beam on, like, you know. And you have to just, you know, take your time, sis. You understand? Don't, don't feel pressure. Don't let nobody ever pressure you, you know, mm-hmm. in anything, you know. And, um, you know what I'm saying, because... We're in a very um, interesting day and time, you know, and ultimately you are the one that suffers. Ultimately, you see, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah, he feel good, and he, you know, all the other stuff, you know, all the stuff that go with it, you know what I'm saying? And then, bam, he roll over, go sleep. But ultimately, sis, you know, you 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 feel it. You 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 know, you you suffer, you feel it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you owe loyalty to yourself, your ancestors, your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those divine forces. Before you owe loyalty to anybody, I mean, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. And in, in, in this situation, you know, you are the deity, you are the god, and you know, you have the ability to cut that vault off. <laughs> Shoot. You can't let that, you know, you can't let them. Get, they say you can't let the devil back in heaven, but I'm saying it's like that's heaven. They say that's heaven, and you know that that person that you know they messed up their ticket to heaven. Then hey, it's messed up their ticket to heaven. But you, you understand? But I mean, but that's just real right there. So. I mean, yeah, that's all I really have to say, you know. On that Good, that's the response. Huh? Well, what I'm getting, I'm asking to come off this from from what's going on. It sounds to me that I need to feel what I'm feeling, and need to ask the ancestors pretty much why they are showing me these things, even though I've confronted this person and I've gotten it's not true. You know what I'm saying? I need to ask the ancestors, why are they now showing me all of these things? You know, because it's starting to become a little overwhelming now. And that's what it sounds like I need to do. And then from getting the answer, which I have my answer, is to just, which I know I don't really have my answer, but it is to heal from that. But that's going to take time for me because I'm still trying to understand what you truly mean by just willowing it, you know. Can can I say something real quick? Can I say something? Okay. Whew. Okay. Because you know I teach a lot about the intuition and the power of intuition and stuff, and you know that your emotions or your feelings are a barometer. It's a barometer. Mm-hmm. It's a gauge. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling a certain way, it's a gauge. If you're not feeling good, then it's a gauge. If it's not, so you have to, you have, Alexis is right, you have to feel. You understand what I'm saying? You have because there's a reason why you're not feeling happy. Like, okay, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why you're like, wait a minute. Something's like, uh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know. You know, there's a reason why their defense is up. So you have to trust those feelings because that's your intuition. That's your, that's your, that's, that's, that, you, you understand what I'm saying? That's how our ancestral forces speak to us and it's going to rise up. And you know, that, that center right there, that's that manifestation point. You understand what I'm saying? 
So they're like, mm, mm, no, 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 you know, because anything you're mm-hmm. trying to manifest and you're not feeling straight right there, you know it's all about tainted. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you're right. You might have to fall back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you. I'm just saying that's what I'm just getting, you know. You know, I just get open to it and it's just like, that's what I feel, sis. You know what I'm saying? So you do know the answer. Trust yourself. You are the God. You know the answer. You, sister, girl, you really know. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. You know what, she might there? be growing into it. She might be waking yeah, up now and right. it's just a little you're bit right. shaky and a little bit scary. That's how I felt. And I was, right. why, why, okay. why? But what does this mean? Is it true? Or they said no, but I right. feel like it is. But I ain't got no proof because he said no or she said no. So that means that I don't know what I'm talking about. They said I'm crazy. Well, I guess it's true. So what I did right. was pull back and I started to investigate people. I mean, I literally started to go behind them and see what they did, who they talked to, research them, and actually catch them in the lie because I did not believe myself. I second-guessed and I let people make me believe that I was mentally ill, didn't know what I was talking about, I'm too sensitive, I'm oversensitive, I take things wrong, and they were laughing like hell behind my back, running all kinds of tricks on me because they knew that what I felt was accurate, but they knew that because I didn't have any proof that I doubted myself, and I really felt and sensed that I had been violated and fucked over, and I was right. Mm. You've got to be so sure of who you are and trust your ancestors so much that even if you have to walk alone, if your feelings mm. tell you something, your intuition, you start getting visions, you learn to do divination, you get people that you trust to divine with you to bear witness to what you are feeling mm. and what you are sensing. At that point, when I get that about somebody, and they be like, you know what, they said Alexis was crazy as hell. You crazy. I, I, I didn't say that. I didn't think that. I don't say that. You, you, you know, something wrong with you. And I be like, okay, I'm going to be all of that, but I'm not fucking with you no more. Mm. And I go by myself, and I find out that I'm right. Mm. That's how much I trust me now. Now, even if I'm not sure that I'm right, if I don't trust you, I'm not going to fuck with you. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm not really going to fuck with you. I'm going to bag back, and I'm going to keep praying and ask the truth be revealed no matter what it is, whether the truth be that I was wrong or whether the truth be that you really is fucked up like I felt. Either way, let this real shit be revealed, because I know the spirit is not a liar. And mm. then I'm going to cut your ass off as if what I felt. And I had to go through trial and error, learning to test the spirit and trust the spirit to see what spirit it is. Because if it's your true mm. higher self and your ancestors, they are not giving you that feeling for you to say, oh, why they said it? They're giving you the feeling because they love you. And they want to protect you so that you will be healthy and in balance and listen to them and have your steps ordered by them so that you will do the will of your ancestors. You can't do the will mm. of them if you keep getting caught up in bullshit. That's how I do mm. it. So see, it's not uncomfortable for me to be by myself because I know I'm really not by myself even if I am physically not around a whole bunch of people. If my intuition mm. says you cannot go here, you can't eat here, you can't have this person over here. Don't entertain this person. You cannot sleep with that person. It's not safe. I ain't finna say, well, you know, maybe I can fuck him a little bit or one time. You know the spirit that don't fuck him too much. This man said no time. Mm. That's all mm. I need. So she's like, you got to test the spirit. Because you don't believe in yourself, really. Mm. 
That that one is new for me, so I'll I'll try I'll do that. I'm always told to let go, let go, let go, and it's the first time I'm told not to let it go. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try this one. I, Spirit brought me here well, to listen to the show for a reason. Tell me this, okay? Now that you let go, like people say, you let go. Do you have what you want? Are you happy? Are you manifesting what the goddess wants? No. <laughs> Because it ain't easy to let go. It's not easy to let go. It's not easy to just completely let go, as people try to make it seem. I'm like my grandmama now, like them old country folks say down here, something in the milk ain't clean. And it goes <laughs> okay? They're trying to let you wow. know. But you can email me in private if you need to, or if you got a picture of somebody you want me to look at in private, just to see what I pick up on them. I'll tell you to see if it's bearing witness with anything that you're picking up or that you're sensing. Doc, did you want to add something else to it? Oh, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Unless, yeah, I'm fine. Amenta, do you have any other questions or anything? I don't want to hold or? up the line. I'll just, um, oh. Get, uh, oh, yeah. your email is in the, what's your email, Alexis? I'll email you right now, actually. <laughs> It's my name, Alexis K. Tyler, VP, at gmail.com, A-L-E-X-Y-S-S-K-T-Y-L-O-R-V-P, at gmail.com. I just put it in the chat. Let me see if anybody else. Um, 732, you just listening. Do you have a question or comment, 732? Please, hello? Hey. Peace. 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 How you doing? Okay. This is Assess, also known as the True Scribe. Um, Alexis uh, knows me as Edward, you know, from New Jersey. Um, Hi. How you doing? Hello. You know, I'm just I'm just showing love. I've, I've been listening. You know, I just uh, talked to Dr. Nair Karu uh, before the show. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and um, I-, I wanted to, I just wanted to say a little bit about um, uh, the comedic story is for, regarding the uh, mother and the son relationship. Um, just a little little piece. Um, regarding a set in Haru, uh, Haru or the son, uh, was the person who who brought balance back to uh, the kingdom, and and I think it's it's a metaphor for the lower and higher self, um, who we had to to fight was his uncle Set, where we get the word Satan from, uh, which stood for uh, evil or imbalance. So it was through the mother uh, creating the son and being there for the son. Uh, which made the son able uh, to really bring the bring the kingdom uh, back to balance and to its righteousness. And I feel like um, we really need the sisters today, and that's why I'm so thankful uh, for the show. We're all learning. Um, I'm learning. Um, as Dr. Ned Peru said, he's learning, and and, and it's just right now. And you know, I can only hope that. I can only hope and will and intend uh, that actions uh, help to do that. So I just want to say um, 
Thank you. And I, I don't really um, know what to ask. I just wanted to just, just show my love uh, for Thank a few you. minutes. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it, fam. Thank hey, you. Hey, Hello? Hey. Hey, this is Rick King. How you doing? Hi. Thank you for coming. <laughs> just want to listen. No, but yeah, I just want to listen. I'm just listening and taking in the knowledge and, and drinking it up. Thank you. <laughs> um, one, 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 you just listening? Six oh nine, just listening. You got a question or comment six oh nine, Eric Okay. Um I'm gonna get out of Lisa. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Hello, this is Ricky. Okay. Hey, I just let you back on. Hey, I was uh, I guess she'll be here tomorrow. We're gonna do a show tomorrow with a married couple. Oh, I was trying to see what you did. So I thought my girl Lisa was here too. I guess she had to go. I don't know how much time we got. Did you want to go into what? You know what? We can go. We can start it tonight if you want to. I don't know if Doc want to hear this. I don't know if he's ready for this. But he probably heard a little bit of everything. Hello. Huh? Hello. Yeah. Alexis. Yes. Hi, this is Rick. How are you? This is Hi, how are you? Um no, I I I'm listening too and I thought it was just wonderful. Um to experience things like that, to really find out what 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 it is in the mother that brings that brings us forth is a wonderful thing and you know it, it is it is crucial that the brothers listen. It is. It is very crucial that the brothers listen. Because if we understand we can heal ourselves as well through the power and the dynamic of what, what it means to experience of understanding what it means to come forth by day. Because we know we, we, we have ascended from the horizon, which is the mother, you know, which is mother creation and it's mother earth. You know what I'm saying? So she and with our mothers being the reflection of that, we understand the manifestation of ourselves. So I understand what it means. I could never be a, uh, I can be a seed planter, but I can't bring bring forth the life. You are the blessing, and what we what we learn from you is what is and you know, as brothers need to get back on the nipple, point blank and simple, it, symbolically and and spiritually, for real. Because if we don't listen, then we're gonna we're gonna be lost in the woods. We're gonna be babes lost in the woods. That's where we're at now. Yeah, our logical stage of of an insight came from you. You know, we have to realize that our our intuitive nature is based off of of us being a part of creation. Um, Mm. The Metunetta speaks of that. Um, Dr. Muada Ashby spoke of that. Malachi York speaks of it. You know what I'm saying? There's a connection between, between... the earthly plane in man, if he if he truly wants to connect to that, but he has to understand that it comes from the divine nature of the foundation, and that's the mother, mother earth, physical mother, the parent. You know, the divine nature of, of, of all existence comes from mother cosmos. So if we can understand and, and get back into balance with 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 her, then we can understand who we are as him. 
her feather is the one that's being measured. It's measured against the mother's wit, the mother's intuitive nature, the mother's understanding. We know this to be true because we see it not only in the pictorials of the manifestations of justice, equality, balance, divine chi. We see all of these things in those in those processes. So if we start connecting back to where we should be in our intuitive nature, back to our counterpart, you know, we understand who we are as true true divine entities. I, I understand and completely align myself with what you said because it, it taught me tonight. You taught me the true essence of what it is to be a mother, and I appreciate that, you know. And I think that's a special thing and many blessings to you, uh, Alexis. Um, thank you. That's, that's just the beginning. I try to give it to you as I get it. I still have a lot of study and a lot to learn as well. It's so deep to me and it's overwhelming to me too because I have a son and I'm just now learning how to deal with him, how to communicate with him and how to teach him um, how to heal his self and come into the true knowledge of his self. And it's very difficult and I do sometimes feel like I've cheated him because I should have known this already. To, to avoid him having a lot of difficulty and pain and, and to avoid it for me. But I'm still grateful that I'm in this body and I'm still learning. And what I'm learning, I'm sharing with my son. And then I'm sharing with other mothers and sons that want to know so we can help make ourselves better. We can still resurrect. It's still time. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. With the transitions that are going on now, even in Aquarius, the time, even his symbolic nature of the Aquarius pouring out water, which is water is the free-flowing thoughts of creation. If you if you look at that, it's time for those for for that which is contained to be manifested outwardly, and we need to start doing that with the energy instead of just trying to uh, obtain it within self. We also need to put it out there in the universe and make it manifest. So. Yeah, I agree totally. Well, we're going to keep on doing them. I, I, it's so, it means a lot to me to have the men here, very powerful, strong, and yet sensitive, very compassionate men to us as women to support us in this healing and, and helping us resurrect to the next level. Did anybody, I unlocked all the lines, so if anybody wants to say something while we got time or got a question or comment, you can jump in now. Peace. Um, this is not, um, I just I just wanted to say uh, one more thing uh, to what Alexis was saying about um, how she wishes uh, she would have knew regarding her son. And I wanted to say that uh, the way I see that as I know I can reach the the uh, younger brothers who didn't have that. You know what I mean? I feel like um, your son, as well as you, have an advantage because you can relate with people who might not have known a little bit. Hello? 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 We can't hear you. Yes. Now we can hear you. It it, it just gives you... uh, both perspectives, and, and you know, uh, the brother mentioned water. Um, in Kemet, it was symbolized by uh, a man who 
was all blue, named Happy, and he was mm. pregnant, a pregnant man. So I think that it can symbolize for us, you know, male, still male, but being sensitive, uh, being able um, to have a, a female womb necessarily, but provide that support um, and that balance. There, there, there. You keep losing you. You're coming in and out. Okay. Well, does somebody, well, until we get, we're back. Anybody else want to give a comment, question? Alexis, this is Lisa. Did you need me? No, I didn't know. You just wanted to jump in or have a comment or anything. Well, I think it's a, it's a wonderful show. It really is a wonderful show. Learning a lot, that's for sure. And that that is a, a definite strong bond between the father, I mean the the uh, mother and the son. May we we're gonna have to finish tomorrow because you're gonna be here. Um, but I, I, you know what? And this is another show. I, I know you can give your opinion on. It. We're gonna do more than one show where um, it's important too because Richie was telling me about it. We got to deal with the hygiene kit for our boys and our girls because I think it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time because the girls are starting to period earlier now, like nine, eight, nine, ten. Some of the girls are even getting pregnant at ten. And these people that drive these school buses are telling me these little boys and ass thinking, and these little girls yeah. are ass thinking in the damn bus. I'm from my office, goddamn thing. Riding ass like they about damn 25 or 30 years old. Grown ass, old ass, rotten ass nigga. You so right. Man, this shit don't make no sense. And these women These women when they got this place and got these little children getting on the the goddamn bus to go home. Hey, they said some of them getting up in the morning, getting on the bus, as hot as a firecracker, fuming. So, you saw you see that that was hot soon that stuff. You say they had that fume going up in there. They said I'm a true nasty fuming on the bus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's funny stuff. You know. I tell you, my and husband had to had to talk to one little boy. He got on. He was drunk. Mm-hmm. What? He was wow. drunk. He was drunk. She, he could smell him. I believe it. Yeah, I used to drive a school bus myself. 14, 15, 14, 15 year old, pissy drunk in the morning already. <laughs> and what you said, your husband said this man got on the bus and he had shit packed all up in the back of his head. He had shit it on himself, girl. He shit it on himself. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. I, I got to take a sedative tonight before I go to sleep, y'all. Have mercy. I want to share this with you. Know. Like, you know, when the man was sitting there, was the man sitting there relaxed with that shit on his head? That shit running down his legs. Moving to the front of the goddamn bus. Everybody. All the nationality, you know, they used to make us ride in the back of the fucking bus. Everybody up in the front. They <laughs> said, what's going on? They say, hey, man, that man back there, he done shit it on himself. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how you... Okay, Ricky was talking yeah. last night, and she said some old people... It's just as bad that these old married men was uh, working, driving the school bus, and they get up and come in there and wipe their ass across his seat. Every day yes. he gets doodle juice and funkin' ass across his seat so his, uh, his bus could smell like shit and ass before he get in there and ride the bus. <laughs> um, yes, yes, they did. It, it was a fucking ridiculous thing, you know. Um, the story started for me reading... Um, the Fethanagos, which is the law of kings under the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. And they asked me to come play dominoes with them. So I came, and then they threatened me for reading. <laughs> Niggas, you know, I mean, you threatened me for reading a fucking book, nigga, you got me fucked up. You know, I told them, you know, I'm standing on mine, you stand on yours, and we'll leave it the fuck at that. You know, ride your little goat across the goddamn backyard, whatever the fuck you gonna do. But leave me the fuck alone because I'm a Rob Safarian and I'm a rude ass nigga and I don't like you. I don't like men and I let you know. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of man. <laughs> so please believe me that I don't like you. You know what I'm saying? So I got up, you know, the next thing I know, they rubbing their ass on my bus seat. I get on my bus, you know, it's smelling like shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? But, you know, I'm the kind of individual that always comes equipped, you know. This motherfucker's, these motherfuckers, it got so bad that I kept reporting it. They put a, they put a stationary camera on the bus, and it wasn't just one motherfucker. These niggas was alternating, rubbing their ass on my motherfucking bus seat. Lord. God <laughs> damn. I'd like to give me some Thorax wipes tonight. <laughs> you know you, you know, it was fucked up because, you know, I was like, you know, okay oh, yeah. then when my when my safety supervisor finally showed me the tape, we mm. both were we were both in shock about the niggas rubbing their ass on the bus seat, but I wasn't there the day before. Lord, and the dude who did the subs- the dude who did the substitute who substituted my route the night the day before was fucking somebody ass naked all the way down. The, him and his him and his girl was on the back of the bus, who also was another driver. They done got naked all the way down to the fucking socks, and she be fucking her ass for an hour on fucking tape. Smelling like producy up in there. Producy, honey. You know, it's a right old age of ass (laughs) from all angles coming off my goddamn butt. Lord, light him out. Y'all, he wasn't fucking her. 
He wasn't fucking in her pussy. He fucked in her ass for a whole goddamn hour. Right. You know, these are black men. 
And I'm looking at these are older black men. I'm forty two I'm forty one years old, you know, and at the time I may have been about what, about thirty nine. So, you know, I'm looking at it like, you know, first of all, you know, you guys are sixty five, seventy years old, you're doing this, you what? already retired. Yeah. Oh, I see you hear that. Yeah. Old I mean old ass men. Fifty, sixty years old. You know. You know, this is fucking ridiculous because that lets me know how scandalous the shit is for real. You know what I'm saying? Are you you know, it, it, it let me know how scandalous these motherfuckers are for real, and it's sad to me Lisa, because. But Ricky, yeah, wait a minute, Lisa. He said it was a black woman that was rubbing her asshole on the seat too. They called a black woman is. doing it. No, yes. no. And it was no, a woman. Please. It was a woman doing the same damn thing. So. But she, well, you got was, one rubbing her ass on the seat, one giving her asshole dugout loosened, <laughs> and all this. <laughs> Because they hate all this tape. All this tape. Yeah. Now, then I'm going to come in and ride the bus. The sheriff and ride the bus in between the shit right there. And they got to smell that, girl, and be around that defiled ass spirit. And, you know, what was was terrible about it is, is because they were trying to put this filth on me. Because I'm spiritually yeah. clean. And, you yeah. know, I realized that, you know, that they were pulling a Luciferian ritual, you know. Yeah, because asshole ritual. Yeah. 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 You know they what, girl, reminds me of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Remember when they said and the angels went there. And them filthy people wanted to screw the angels. And Lot said, Leave these men alone. You can have my virgin daughters. They said, we don't want them. We want them angels, honey. <laughs> they wanted that angel ass, baby. That's how they do it, brother. And, you know, the young brothers out here need to know that, you know, taking one for the team is not a prerequisite out here to get a goddamn job. You know, uh, it's not a I'm prerequisite. I'm a woman and I ain't doing that. You know, and that's fucked up because, I've, I've, I mean, the way they have shit fucked up now, it's like, you know, I look at TV and commercials, you know, you, you're still sitting up here sexually neutering the black man, and now you've got this white man kissing his, kissing his sister, but you still don't see no brother kissing this white girl, you know. But you turn around, you want to, you say, well, I'll, I'll accept the black woman. Well, of course you will, motherfucker, because you want to make these goddamn disrespectful-ass heathen, heathen idolaters filthy dogs. But, see, that's okay because that's a part of your inbred species. But then when you turn around and look at mine, you know, and then you say, well, he's a ignorant bastard for sleeping with that, with that, with that blonde-haired, blue-eyed white woman. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? Because you want, you, you want, to, take, you want to take the power of the penis out of the black man. You want to take that you want to take that away from him. And those and those motherfuckers who have bowed down to that demon and bowed down to that disrespectful de- he, diabolical luciferian bowed down to lucifer has and he is not the true light. So those who have taken that role are now trying to bring anybody that comes in to a spectrum of divine righteousness and try and take them and taint all their situations and theories. Because why? 
they want they want they're miserable and they want company in that. You know, I see I'm looking at all these brothers now. They're telling you not to read, not to manifest the wisdom and the knowledge of the books. You know, fuck a book. It ain't about a book. It's about picking up a gun and shooting it. Well, motherfucker, first of all, shoot your mind, dog. You know, let's see what kind of aspects you're coming from in a mental state. You know what I'm saying? Because in order for us to rise, we first have to realize that justice comes from the knowledge that we have gained from the from the from the adversities that have taught us what not to do. They're not looking at that. They're not looking at that spectrum of life. You know, the reason why we're in the situation we are in right now is is partially their fault and mostly our fault. Because at some time we have to say no. We have to say stop. We have to say quit. And these motherfuckers don't want to quit. They don't want to stop. They don't want to make it they don't want to make it in. You know, they want to keep on doing this shit, and until we can, until we make it stop, <laughs> and we have to stop trying to follow somebody that's following us. You know, white people don't want to be white. Ain't you seen the commercials lately? You got these motherfuckers walking around with gold chains on and hats cocked to the left and right, and you know, you got all these white boys. They rapping. It, you know, you got. Yo, this, this the new the new white rage is the new white rapper, you know, but it's always been there. But you know, they're starting to come out in droves because why? They're really trying to be a manifestation of the black male because he's seen as a problem, he's seen as a threat, and he's seen as a powerful source of creation. So why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't they try and embrace that, but try and defunct you in doing your own. We have to realize that the balance comes from where our balance lies is within our counterpart. And these individuals who have sold out don't have a counterpart because they're too busy trying to tell me I'm my brother's keeper and that's who I'm fucking. No. That's not who you that's not what you do. You know, until we can realize and and, and achieve the rapport with our women again, and the counter and the counter and to counteract that lie that been that's been heaped upon us, the truth will never manifest itself in the real lie. So, the shit that's happened, you know, and you know that bus situation was ridiculous. I mean, I've never seen a I mean, six or seven niggas teamed up to to rub their ass on my bus seat. Lord. You know you. <laughs> I mean, for real. See, see what I'm gonna know is when they when they got to go home. Hear me now. What happened? Well, you know, I've been on that job for 30 years, and I got fired. What did you do? What happened? How you explain to your wife? How you explain to your husband? Well, I got fired because they got me on tape running my butt, booty, naked ass on this man on his feet. Now, I'm blowing my pension. My say my health, my dental, my vision, my paper to take care of myself and my family. Over nasty ass on some filthy bus man driver's seat. How'd that go down? Explain I, I this is just this is outrageous. I'm like Lana Richie, outrageous. <laughs> I mean I mean, and then to sit down, I mean, you had to actually premeditate this act. It wasn't like you just 
It's a premeditated act, which means that your motherfucking ass actually got together and had a council meeting about this shit. We're going to rub my booty on this man's chair. Okay. Premeditated shit. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna check Junior Lee. tonight. See if that shit on now. I got to see Ju- this shit. Junior Lee, Junior Lee, you do it on Tuesday and I'll do it yeah. on odd day and Wednesday. Yeah. Um we gonna have we gonna have we gonna have Little Bell and and yeah. Clintus Ladarion rub their ass because you know Clintus take a dick in his ass before he rub it on there anyway. Oh, so yeah. we we gonna <laughs> we gonna have Clintus Ladarion do it on Friday before he go to work before he before he off on the weekend. I mean, that's just oh, God. This is just this is just mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. Do this man like this. What you think huh? they called you in there? They said, we can't tell you who did it, but what you say were right. We caught them on camera rubbing. I mean, how did they tell you? Well, you know, he was he was like, he apologized to me on behalf of the company. Okay. He apologized to me on behalf of the company. Um, obviously, he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed by it. And... And it was a brother, you know, the head the head safety supervisor was a brother, and he was the head part of the Masonic Order, and some of these individuals were in his lodge. Mm. So, so it really embarrassed him. He was really coming from a place of embarrassment. Um, he was also coming from a place of, damn, you know what I'm saying, this man is a mosaic builder. You know, I mean, I'm not a mason, but I'm a mosaic builder. You know what I'm saying? You know, the law of Moses, the, the, the study of Solomon's wisdom, you know, I'm manifesting this right here on the base. You know, I'm. that's not like I'm trying to hide the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here reading it, you know, and for the brothers not to, not to at least even respect that, that I had an intuitive understanding of certain points, for you know, and looking at it like, well, maybe we should ask the young brother to join, or you know, these, no, these motherfuckers were mad because I was doing it, you know, and then they sat back and premeditated this act, so it embarrassed him first of all because these are it men who's supposed to be about a moral purpose, ethics, you know. These motherfuckers sat up and you know they practiced. For years, a certain ritual that's supposed to be about an ethic code and an ethic understanding to disrespect and blasphemize against their own fucking belief. You know, if you're supposed to be about the oneness of man, then what the fuck are you doing? You know, that's not oneness. You know, and if he was fucking, if, and even if y'all are fucking each other, that's not none of my fucking business. Keep my shit, keep your shit out of mine. You know? Keep that up. Keep that shit to yourself. You know, if you thought I was an attractive black man or whatever the fuck you thought, nigga, that you know you couldn't do that. So why the fuck would you sit up and? I mean, it was sad because I felt sorry for them brothers. I really did, on many different accounts. Because first of all, it came from a place of hatred. Uh, 
it was, came up from a place of hatred of self, because in essence we are all one. You know, this is this is a person here. You know, just like Doctor Doctor Neb, you still there? Hello. We might have lost him. I don't know. But you, 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 but Alexis, you know, you understand. You know, it's all about it's all about a oneness with me. You know, um, we're all in this together. You know, everybody was everybody got a slave, got a slave member in their family some fucking where, whether it's a Choctaw Indian to a motherfucking Sioux Nation affiliate. You know what the fuck? You know, this is, you know, we all in this shit together. You know why? Why are you? singling me out because of the shit I studied. You know, it was blowing my mind because they hated me for what I was reading. They hated on me for me trying to find the intellect and understanding and respect and integrity that I needed for me. You know, they were trying to stop my 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 growth and development, my spiritual growth and development, you know, my education of myself and my people. You know, they weren't trying, they weren't thinking, they were on another level with it. It wasn't like you know, it was just something, oh, we just going to play a trick on somebody. They actually sat back and they thought about this. They put thought into this shit, you know, and it let me know that the enemies and adversities are out here actually thinking up situations and circumstances to do shit like this, you know. It, it, it was sad that it had to come from my people for me to learn that kind of adversity, but I now look at things so so differently, you know. Just like you said, Alexis, you know, you look through, you look at the mother when you when before you have a before you deal with any kind of made situation, you look at their mother, you look at their family life, you look at what kind of people they they encompass themselves around. You know, that's because that makes a manifest of who that person is, and that blew my mind because it wasn't shown to me like that but i'm i'm also on that same vibe with that and you know you know individual like me doesn't have anything to hide but at the same time to see something like that manifest itself it's it you're coming from a really fucked up place when you do shit like that you know it shows that these people really don't have any kind of integrity black or white and uh-huh. <laughs> it don't matter what color you are, a lack of a lack of integrity and moral standing, don't matter where the fuck you come from. But to sit down and actually premeditate some shit like that, you I mean <laughs> you know, you're not thinking about jeopardizing your job, you know, like you said, you're not thinking about jeopardizing your job. You know, you all you, all you thinking about is hating on this brother for reading a book. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I learned I, adversity taught me well in that situation. I mean, but to sit there I and look at this, Lord have mercy. I know it's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, man. I mean, it was a tweed seat, so you know what I'm saying. It wasn't, you know, tweed. You know, no matter what the fuck you oh, put tweet in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to, <laughs> breeze ain't going to, they need to just tear that out, put a new one up in there. Right, you know, that fucking sponge, that fucking sponge chair, that fucking tweet. Yeah, you see, that, that <laughs> get, get down and marinate between all the holes. You know, 
Then, you know, the, fun, the fungus, you know. Somebody sound like they were vomiting or what? <laughs> you know, the fungus, the fungus. You, you deserve some combat pay over that, man. They should have paid man. combat pay. Man, they changed, they made, they, they actually gave me a whole nother bus. No, they should have gave you combat pay. They should have said, brother, take two weeks off. Here's a number if you need some counseling. See, if I would have hooked you up, I would have hooked you up. You know, I don't need no bus, man. Huh? They should have gave you that bus, say, you can keep it, man. Like, I, I wouldn't have wanted to keep that shitty-ass bus. Oh, no. People been swiping no, their ass no, on no. it, it. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I mean, these motherfuckers were fucking each other in the ass on my bus. Now, oh, no. That's a defiled spirit in that bus. Uh-uh. That's an ass spirit. Don't want nothing like that. No, sir. No, sir. No, 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 no. You need to pay, brother. I'd have hooked you up. I'd have made sure you'd have you nice and checked, some time off, some... <laughs> you make that look real Some vacation pay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's sad because I, I worked there seven years for them to fire me and said, I, and the reason, and, and, and you know, I was, a, I was driving kids to school. You know, I had to go and get my motherfucking fingerprints done at the, at the Board of Education. And when they do a background check due to this Patriot Act shit, they doing a motherfucking background check with the Secret Service, the bomb, the terrorist list. And I mean, but I yet actually... They, see them. they didn't check them to see they do that kind of shit? No. No. That's the whole no. point. You know, everybody's motherfucking net file was at the motherfucking... Uh, St. Louis, at a St. Louis Public Board of Education, you know, you got bomb terrorist lists, a child abuse hotline. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to read down the list because I, I remember it like it was yesterday because I was shocked to read this much. They went Secret Service, CIA, FBI, Justice Department, ATF, DEA, um, the state statewide record, Citywide record, child abuse hotline, um, DFS, um, and also they did a health record check because they wanted to check and see if you had any diseases. So they went back 10 years at each one of these to see if you were ever convicted of a felony, if you had any kind of what the child abuse record, any goddamn thing. So for these. Hello? 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 Okay, so, so for any of these individuals to get past this kind of shit, you know what I'm saying, to just get on a bus to drive a kid was scary to me, you know, because it tells me that our children are in jeopardy. I love driving the kids. I love, you know, the kids would ask me, you know, I'd come on there with a dashiki on and my sweater cap you know, looking like the roster that I am in most of the days. And, you know, or sometimes I come in there looking like a thug, you know, but those are all part of who I am, you know what I'm saying? So when they look at me, 
you know, I've got dreadlocks down on my ass, and here they are looking at me, and, you know, the little girls are up here winking and blinking. I'm too young. I'm too old for you. You know, go sit down. Their mama's looking at me, winking and blinking. You know, you got the motherfucking little kids. You got the young brothers out here seeing me wear dashikis and sweater caps. They asking me, what are you, bus driver? My name ain't bus driver. My name is Mr. Rick. Well, Mr. Rick, what are you? I'm a Rastafari in Nazareth. Well, what's that? You know, I go into it, tell them, explain, you know, trying to kind of explain it to them while I'm riding on the bus, you know, what you think of the Black Panther Party. And I tell them what I think about the Black Panther Party. But it got to the point where the brothers would ask, the little young high school brothers started confessing to me, well, we've never had black history in school. Mm. This is a, you know, we've never been taught black history, you know. It's not a even a it's not an even an elective class. It's not even a thought for them to even teach you black history. You know, some of them have never even heard of who Mega Ever is, Mega Mega Evers is, or nobody's ever really. The only person they've ever heard of is Martin Luther King, and that's because of the holiday. Um, some of you know, one of the brothers said, "Well, my my uncle is a Muslim. He he won them FOIs." I said, oh, really? He hasn't taught you anything? No, he said, it ain't for me. You know, you didn't you didn't embrace this young man, which is sad to me because that's, that's what the whole nation of Islam is supposed to be about, is to educate the youth and bring about the education of the upright man through through the Islamic faith. So why wouldn't you teach your son? Why why wouldn't you teach one of your one of your one of your affiliates, one of your nephews, your sons? Because these are your sons. You know, you are his father in the spiritual realm. So why wouldn't you embrace this young brother and teach him what it means to be an upright man? It's not for you. And you know, I said it's always for you, brother. I said you can buy a Quran anywhere. At the end of the school year, the brother said, "I bought a Quran. I like what it says." I said, and I taught him, I didn't even taught him, I said, this is what you do. I said, wash your hands up to your elbows, wash your face. Say Allah Wakbar every morning, five times. I said, during the during the during the during the rising of the sun at twelve and twelve noon, do it again. Say a prayer to God. You know, he said, I started doing it. You know, and he you know, he understood then. But it took me driving a school bus to teach something that he could have already learned from his own family member. It's sad. You know, it's it's a fucked up situation that we're in. And I look at that situation, even with the butt ass rubbing shit, you know, these motherfuckers are out here crazy. You know, you, you're trying to stop growth. You know, you want to live in this cycle of vice. You want to live in this motherfucking misguided, unbalanced situation. They don't want, they don't want it. It's not that they don't need it, and they need it desperately, but they don't want it. And it's sad to me because it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. I was more disappointed than angry. They were like, well, aren't you angry? They were rubbing your ass on the seat and getting fucked in their ass on the bus. No, I didn't give a fuck about that because that's grown-ass motherfuckers making a decision for themselves. I said the problem with it is with me is that where it's disappointing to me to see that these grown ass people would actually sit back and think 